This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Sid Vicious from Tonberry, Dakar Turlion from Siren, Theron Kadeen from Hyperion. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. And by Alamo City Comic Con, October 28th through the 30th at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center in sunny San Antonio, Texas. Alamo City Comic Con celebrates the artists that entertain us through TV, movies, comics, gaming, and cosplay. For more info, including badge prices, celebrity guests, hotel accommodations, and more, visit alamocitycomiccon.com. Pretty brutal job shifting through all that darkness. Carlo. Thank you, asshole. Juxtaposition. I'm, I'm kind of a favorite around here. Escalia. Come on, man. Haven't we ever had an uncomfortable silence or an awkward fart on a road trip? And Mika. I certainly don't know what butt hurt means. LimitBreakRadio.com. Five, Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode number 64, and this is definitely, this is a significant episode for us, because it is exactly 64 episodes that we produced the entire time that the 11 version of the show ran, and we've made, we've made that many episodes in like half the time a quarter of the time and i think that's go us that's crazy impressive and also this is going to be our first venture into the 3d platforming world and we're going to jump into paintings to access the 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 stages from the hub hub world okay that's a record keeper reference but i'm not sure why no no yes there it is (laughs) oh okay damn dude oh don't worry. In five episodes, there's going to be all kinds of awesome uh, references going on. Uh, <laughs> maybe you're off, like, finger-blasting somebody. In five episodes, In that's five happening. Episodes. So welcome to the show. Thank you guys for joining us live here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Of course, we are also live from Eorzea. Let's kick it over to our Eorzean oh, studios. Crap, I'm not there. Oh, no. <laughs> what? what a surprise. What a shocker. <laughs> you know what is a shocker? I'm not there. Well, because you're is dumb. A surprise. Yeah, you're, you're, you're stupid. Dumb. You're stupid. I actually it's had some all bad. I was trying to deal with some crap like on the internet. Some stupid oh, guys, stuff. She was dealing with crap on the internet. I was. Okay. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you offic- fish, Did you officially get your SJW license? Is that, is that what's going on? <laughs> no. Are you writing injustices around the web? That anyway, kind of cool, actually. Anyway, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for joining us. If you'd like to join us live in Eorzea, you can do so if you have a character on the Sergeant Tannis server. Uh, you, and uh, we are 
Words. Yeah. That's all, folks. I'm done. Kooky, you don't get my chair. Get out of there. Show's, show's over, guys. You I'm have your on. own chair. Uh, if you'd like to join us, we have a free company house where the studio is located. That's in the Goblet Plot 30 in the 5th Ward. Uh, so uh, join us if you like. Be a part of our live studio audience. But if you're just joining us on Twitch, we thank you as well. Uh, if you'd like to give us a call, of course, you can do that. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. And now on Discord at LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Now we're going to be talking about Live Letter 30 that just went down early, early this morning. Excuse me, please call it as it is. A live letter. Live letter triple X. Uh, yeah, live letter uh, triple X, uh, which I I don't know why they decided to have it on Saturday night, Sunday morning this time, but boy, did that fuck us all in the ass. I think some of us are... Triple X. Special guest spot by Vin Diesel. I, I guess I walked right into that one. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Well, you sat right on that one. <laughs> oh. Is it all right with you really? if I touch your penis? Really? Uh, so yeah, I, I, it's it, it was weird timing for us. We're uh, it, you know we're still uh, you know trying to uh, make full sense of uh, you know everything that was uh, discussed at Live Letter Thirty, and uh, usually we have a day to at least digest it and really look over everything and uh, you know form opinions on this. But this is all going to be fresh right off the dome. Uh, You're so, getting it raw, yeah. But we'd like to hear from you. Just the tip. We'd like to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715 or LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We've got Kooky Persona hanging out and screening calls for us. Uh, and uh, if you want to give the show a call, we would invite you to do that. We want to hear all your opinions on Live Letter Triple X. Uh, but before we start... Oh. Recently, okay. new listener... Filthy FF14 Casual here. Mm, Thank nice. you guys for keeping me entertained at work and almost sane. Hoping to become a Patreon soon. <laughs> also, Patreon. sorry, hashtag camp sucks. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. wow. wow. That's a reference. That's a late donation, but Thank, thank you, you, Megan Rose. <laughs> yes. yes. Does that still count? I know. I think it does. Uh. Can we call them Patreons from now on, by the way? <laughs> just kick a guy while he's down. I mean, it's like three months afterwards, and you got to just rub... You got well, to rub salt in the wound? Come on, really? Uh, so we want to remind you, by the way, that we've done uh, a, a bit of adjusting on some of our RSS feeds. If you want to subscribe to all of the shows that we make here, that includes Limit Break Radio, Final Encounter Cast, and Refresh, uh, you can do that uh, by finding the LBR Podcast Network feed, and that subscribes to everything. If you just want the F- F14 show you can find that by uh, looking for limit break radio on uh, the uh, iTunes uh, directory and also now on Google Play all of our feeds are available over on Google Play that includes the final encounter cast feed and the refresh feed so if you want to subscribe to any number of those whatever you want you can uh, you know you can get the the content tailor-made for you know what you want in your podcast feed Uh, uh, and we would invite you to leave some reviews like uh, we haven't had a, a iTunes review here in a while. Um, we Actually, we had a couple of them and they were pretty negative, uh, which was pretty funny. So we deleted them. No, you can't do that. Um, we didn't delete them. No, we can't. downvoted them. I, I don't. You can't 
can't no. do that either. They're just there, I guess. Yeah, they are there. You can see Fuck. them if you want. But uh, the thing is, is that, you know, we don't ask for positive reviews. If you just have an opinion about this show, head to iTunes. And I think Google Play actually does podcast reviews as well. Uh, so now that we're available there as well, make sure to uh, leave us a review and we'll read it eventually on the show when yeah. we collect enough of them. All by the three way, of you. By the way, uh, Final Encountercast has zero reviews. No. So uh, if you would uh, like to be the first pop our review cherry come on uh head on over to itunes do that and uh Be also gentle. i love flaming lamers uh so uh an update on our patreon t-shirts we'd like to thank all of our generous patreon donors for their support uh t-shirts have been handed over to papa woody what's yep. the st- what's the status here woody they're going out this week there you go all right they are going out they are headed out we can't wait to see you guys in these t-shirts guys uh make sure you post them to twitter we'll uh uh, retweet them and uh you, you know we're we're trying to get those sent out uh as soon as possible there's a lot of them there's like 35 t-shirts yeah. there so yeah and uh they do they look really really awesome uh especially on the floor of your spouse's bedroom Ooh, yeah sexy yeah uh also uh by the way if you'd like to support the show head on over to patreon.com slash limit break radio you know the last time i checked and i haven't checked in a second but the last time i checked we were sitting at 1944 uh in terms of uh our donation which is uh you know 2000 was our goal to make final encounter cast weekly and we'll talk about this a little bit more on final encounter cast but we've got to keep it up at the 2000 mark or else we're gonna have to make some progress programming adjustments and fire papa uh, no we're not gonna have no. to fire papa but, but we will fire Skuro. uh yes we and will we will fire we can fire Skuro anytime you're fired Skuro. right now in fact you're yeah. fired yeah thanks for all your hard work today you're fired wait what he did work yeah he did some work a little it, bit. it wasn't hard though a little bit pequeño un pequeño <laughs> Uh, Salada. So if you <laughs> if uh, if you're a new listener to the show like Megan or uh, if you've been a long time listener and you listen to the show all the time, uh, it now is the time to, uh, you know, to to pledge your support. While we love seeing people come in at like the hundred dollar level, like that's really exciting. We also know that that's not really sustainable, sustainable. for, uh, you know, for most people. So, you know, we, what we would ask if you're going to donate on Patreon is that you give at a level that you know is going to be sustainable month over month. It's and, not going to put you in the poor house. Right, exactly. And uh, you know, if you want to donate at a certain level to get a t-shirt or a keychain or whatever, do that and then drop to a normal to, to wherever you think is sustainable. Uh, that's what we encourage you to do. Uh, so it's really awesome to see a whole bunch of $1 donations and even $5 donations mm-hmm. because uh, you know, $1 donations, that gets you access to the green room video. And let me tell you guys something the green room video last week was one of the most energetic green room video discussions that we've ever had and it's kind of cool because like we separated now the post show and the green room into two different shows where they kind of used to be one show papa and kooky hosting the post show here on the air and uh you know last week we had an awesome discussion about like game of thrones and like oh right yeah like i'm like i don't remember any of what are we talking about 
talk about because well because that's we didn't like set out to talk about well, any of it it's right. just yeah. what we ended up talking mm-hmm. about after the show and uh, so if you wanted to get kind of a behind the scenes look uh, just a dollar okay, a month through. just a dollar a month over at patreon.com slash limit break radio gets you access to that and then we've got various gifts available at other levels and we can confirm all of those gifts are uh, you know they're they're physical items now and, and touched our balls yeah and uh, if you want to handle those in your hands and then <laughs> promptly wash your hands uh, look, or put them in your mouth the look on Nero's face just then it was one of those things where I said something and he agreed with it too quick so he's like well now I gotta roll with it <laughs> well no I'm I was committed just, I was just sort of thinking like you know these items did leave my hands and I don't know like I, I don't know what happens to them after they leave here so that's entirely possible uh, no anyway uh, but head on over to patreon.com slash limit break radio uh, we can definitely my kickstarter man and that really bummed me out yeah that's right we had to you know we had to look at patreon because kickstarter didn't end up working out uh, anyway no uh, head on over to patreon.com slash limit break radio and uh, give whatever might be comfortable for you by the way we want to remind you about an event coming up in San Francisco in July on July 27th it's a Wednesday the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra will share the stage with famous video game composer Nobuo Uematsu at the Davies Symphony Hall in San Francisco and will perform the music from Final Fantasy's six Se- uh, seven and ten. Yeah. Uh, fuck eight and fuck nine. So cool. Uh, this is. I'm fu- not going. This is Final Symphony's last stop on their U.S. debut tour. If you'd like more info, you can uh, check out the website at Spiele Music Concert. Uh, that's S P I E L E M U S I K K O N Z E R T E dot D E. Because this is. Glad they made it easy. I know, right? Uh, but this is. Uh, German. This was an origin, a German production that is now touring all the way even to the United States. They've got uh, stops in Baltimore uh, and uh, also obviously here on July 27th in San Francisco. Uh, so Final Symphony is an officially is a officially licensed series of concerts featuring symphonic music from the video game series Final Fantasy 6, 7, and 10. The exclusive arrangements being penned by uh, Mas... Uh, 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 Mas- Masashi Ham- ha- Hamauzu, uh, Joan Va- Valentin. Oh, God, I'm slaughtering lots these of names. English Don't people. Uh, and uh, Roger Wanamo. Uh, Final Symphony 2, by the way, if you'd like to check out music from that, uh, that's music from Final Fantasies 5, 8, and 13. Uh, they're going to be uh, performing June 9th at uh, the uh, uh, Conher- in, in Stockholm, uh, the Royal Great. Stockholm of Philharmonic Orchestra. Orchestra but is what, going to be performing the, that. Jux is going to be there, I heard. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I'll be there. No, what? Uh, we're at at Stockholm. Uh, what's what's I don't, the concert hall? Uh, is that concert? Uh, concert? Concert who set? Yeah, concert who set? Concert who set? I don't know. All of these names, man. And uh, also, <laughs> we're uh, very well traveled here at Limit Break Radio. By the way, that is going to be an album that will be available through uh, marketplaces like iTunes, but it's not available yet. Uh, but uh, this next one, Symphonic Fantasies, which is music from uh, Square Enix. Including music from Kingdom Hearts, Secret of Mana, Chrono Trigger, and Chrono Cross is available from iTunes, and they're going to be performing in London with the London Symphony Orchestra. And again, you can find info about that at spielemusicconcerte.de. Uh, so uh, yeah, let's let's stop with the complicated names and let's check out what's going on in 
Final Fantasy 14 news. Oh, wait. What the hell's going on? Did my... I think... Hang on. I I think... Uh, blue screening? No, I don't... No, uh, no. Like music? No. The uh, My uh, my VLC crash. Fuck you, do VLC. It, I know, right? Right? It's, that's surprising because VLC is like normally... Yeah, that's a very crash. stable I, program. Yeah, I've never, I've never actually seen that do happen before. Job. I know, right? <laughs> uh, so, I, I, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Give me just a second. Do your Stand job. We actually do have a surprisingly a little bit of news to talk about uh, outside... Just a little bit? Outside of... Uh, yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, uh, to talk about outside of the live letter. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that wasn't the live letter have a lot of news. Uh, the live letter does have a lot of news, but that's going to be our main discussion point. Which, by the way, we'd like to receive your calls on Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio dot com slash discord. Kooky persona will help you out there, uh, and uh, we'll get you all set and squared away with uh getting connected to the show and uh we definitely want to hear from you because uh you know there have been a a lot of opinions i've been checking out twitter i've been uh keeping my ear to the ground and uh trying to uh you know take the temperature on what everyone is uh again anero's computer needs to get its shit together two weeks in a row not cool i can't why it can't help really nero tell us what your odin your odin ears hear all right. What does Scuttlebutt say? <laughs> Tell us what Scuttlebutt says. Uh, anyway, what, what have your horny ears uh, listened to? Let's uh, check out what's going on with FF14 News. This is a limit breaking news update. I have no idea where you were going with that one. With what? With that. You have a friend named Scuttlebutt who you have to listen to when you're horny. <laughs> I mean, mine was a Lord of the Rings reference, but yours? The fuck was that? Uh, well, this is Live Letter XXX, so we have to... Scuttlebutt is like rumor mill. Yeah, no, I know what Scuttlebutt is. Horny ears is, he's got horns, and I assume that's what he hears through. What? Anyway. Confirmed, now raw. You're retarded. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, uh, we got a uh, dev blog update that outlined uh, a couple of uh, interesting things about Aquapolis. Now, we will actually talk a lot more about that because, uh, you know, a lot was outlined in the live letter about Aquapolis. Except they didn't talk about the hair. The hair. I don't know. I kind of like how they just sort of left it. You know, they're like, oh, shit. Is, is that a fat cat on that Lollafell set? Oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's cool. And then we're like, wait, wait, hold on. No, it's not cool. Go back. That's awesome. What the it's more that's, it's cool. from an anime. Like, there's a couple anime characters with hair like that. It's, it's like the, a loaf of bread on, on a potato. Yeah, it, <laughs> it looks stupid. It's like a pompadour. I'm, I'm, I'm going to rock that. Oh, no, no, it's not like a awful. pompadour. It, it is, is a pompadour. Yeah, right. And it's terrible. It's awesome. Terrible. He has a tumor growing out of his head. That man's sick. <laughs> Get him some help. I, I, I just, I don't, I, can they add some hairstyles that don't suck, please? That are actually cool? Yeah. And don't just involve, like, volumizing to insane levels? Right? Like, look, I was all for, like, the afro, right? But, like, that's just, that. it's, it's too much. It was yeah. too much. Uh, yeah. We haven't gone far enough. It's it, It's been too much for a while. Incoming we, we flock need, of seagulls haircut. We need a rat's tail. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh. Oh, no. The, El, the, the Elizabeth might already have a rat's tail. 
I don't think Mikote get it. We need to get that part over. Do we? Do we have like a full on mullet yet? No. We no. need. We need like a Joe Dirt. That's you know what we, we need. don't because a Nero would be rocking it. Why? No. That oh. well, we would never know. Ugh, Come on. Painful. Business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> oh my God. I just I can't see I can't see this looking good on any it's character. Not supposed and, to. Well, okay. Fine. <laughs> it looks so awesome. You can see just how far it goes like a foot out from the Lalafell's face. If you yeah, because yeah, well, yeah, because they do they provide a profile it's, shot. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it is. It's anime. It's more anime hair. Why do we need more anime? You hair? know what it is. That episode of Futurama where the the brains of the one aliens grew so much they have to walk around with like the fucking <laughs> support on the wheel. It's because there's so much brains in there. There's uh, something up there. Anyway, we also got uh, the main scenario preview, which uh, is uh, I mean, we've got a small paragraph. That's really all we've got here. But the uh, conference held at Falcon's Nest was intended uh, to celebrate the reconciliation between man and dragon. But the lingering shade of Nidhogg clad in the flesh of the Azure Dragoon marked the occasion by spilling the blood of his own kind, a timely atrocity to remind the children of Ishgard that the conflict was far from over. In those twilight hours, Nidhogg cried out for vengeance and his brethren raised their voices for the final chorus of the Dragon Song War. Escalia, can you give us an impression of... I mean, because you're the Dragoon, right? Yeah. So can The you Azure Dragoon, yeah. actually. Yeah. Can, yeah. One can, of them. can you give us an impression of Nidhogg's cry of vengeance? No. Wow, you're no fun. Wow, that's... <laughs> Fuck you. I, you terrible. know what? SE has try? taken everything from me. Shut up. I've got nothing Shut left. Shut up. This is no, why you don't get don't a care. battle weapon. Fuck their Dragoons. Fuck their wyvern. This is yeah. This is this is why your wyvern will never be able yeah. to fight no, in battle. Papa, Don't even, <laughs> Papa. Would you like to do a a Nidhog vengeance cry for us? He's thinking about it. He's right. getting into character. We're waiting. Trying to think of how that would go. Do your job. You just you just gotta feel it. Whoa, jeez, okay. Look, All right. you know what? I admire your gumption. That was a good try, but you still failed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Aim for effort. Okay. Um, no, that would be a Stinian's voice. <laughs> and he is Nidhogg, so, it, you know, it works. Stop defending the intern, Luca. <laughs> yeah, don't don't ever do that. He did a good job, way better than I would have done. It so. scared the shit yeah. out of me, honestly. <laughs> I, did, I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. Uh, anyway, we also got uh, dungeon previews for Sorkai and Hallbreaker Isle. Hallbreaker Isle is fairly boring, but I actually... Was you very, don't know. I was very interested in Sorkai. Uh, so let's start there. Uh, majestic and forgotten, its existence unrecorded in the annals of man. Uh, it's annals. No. <laughs> Annals. Uh, Live letter 30. It's Annals. It's the Annals of Man. <laughs> a place rests atop the clouds in the farthest reaches of the churning mist. This skyborne splendor was once home to Red Tasker, brood sister of Race Valger and Nidhogg, until. Uh, what? <laughs> Rattata. I bet, I bet that dragon's in the top two percentile. Uh, until the uh, treachery of mortals ensured that its stones would never again <laughs> ring under the she-worm's talons. The dragons named it Sorakai, a grieving apology for, uh, for their failure to avert her fate. And they watched with infinite sadness as Ratatasker's empty roost was overrun by bird and beast. Now, this is cool because, uh, you know, we've you know it's been speculated in in lore forums and on the show where you know Ratatasker's 
lair was. I just hear Batana. Batana. Oh, I hear now too. Thanks, Mika. <laughs> Cannot <laughs> unhear. And just so you know, in Final Fantasy XI, Ratatasker was actually just a rabbit. In the past. <laughs> Wait, was it a rabbit? It yeah. was, yes. Was yes. it at least an NM? Well, yeah, it was yeah, an it was a rabbit. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, you what killed it, it three times for your stupid Empyrean. <laughs> oh, really? Fresh scroll? No. Anyway. Uh, as interesting as this dungeon is, we have someone extremely important to all of us on the line right now. Okay. Is it in the middle of... In the middle. This is worthy of it. No. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm curious. Are we gonna? Are you gonna you, say who it is? No, he has to introduce himself. This is gonna be so disappointing. All right, caller, who is who? Who's on the line here? Hey, remember me? <laughs> How could we forget? <laughs> How could anyone forget? <laughs> hey, I was right. Uh, hi, hi, Rob. Hi, how you doing? Rob from New York. I'm doing really good. It's been a few months. Yeah, it's, hasn't it? it's been a while. We were worried about there you, There were buddy. people who were concerned for your life. That's right. I was concerned. We were concerned. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, dude? I'm doing really good. I know it's been a while since I last played Final Fantasy, and knowing that all this crazy stuff is going on since I kind of made my exit. Well, it's after- clearly because you haven't been around. Yeah. The world's going to shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I got two things for you. I wanted okay. to kind of make this sure. an announcement and make it official. Oh, oh okay. All I'm right. Hoping to, uh, I'm hoping to develop a, uh, a kind of game that is got a Final Fantasy feel to it. Okay. Well, what, what kind of game is it going to be? Is it a card game? Well, it's, it's going to be a tabletop game. It's kind of got a really good I'm hoping it will have a really good Final Fantasy feel to it uh, All because right. because I want people to be able to do essentially what they did in Final Fantasy and have that same kind of independence <sighs> with their characters uh, do, do, you have a, do you have a title for your game yet? <laughs> yeah what's the name of it? Dreamscape Legacies okay alright All right. What was your uh, what was your second thing you wanted to tell us? Uh, I heard you were doing war cries, and oh my gosh! Are you gonna well, do, are you gonna do a war well, cry for heard, us? Well, I, I he's I think yeah. I, I think he's done he's a war done cry. He's done a war cry. So I feel uh, it, like is it is it that that you I, felt like your belt was challenged? Like is <laughs> do, you, do you need to defend your title for, for war cry? York. Rob from New York is our war cry correspondent. Yeah. There we go. Okay, yeah, our, all right, exactly it. Okay, all right. Let's okay, okay. let's hear your war cry, brother. <laughs> that was amazing. That, Actually, that sounded more like Nidhogg. That, <laughs> that, that blue pops out of the water. Take lessons. I have a quick uh, question for you, Rob, because in your absence, there have actually been uh, quite a few rumors that have been popping up. So uh, here's what we need you to do. We need you to confirm or deny the following rumor that you are actually me that that, that you are Kahlo calling in and pranking the show can you uh, can you shed some light on this oh my gosh people think I'm Kahlo Landis <laughs> right you, the audacity uh, well I would like to say that they are off but I feel like I kind of Maybe share a connection to you. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. please tell us about your connection to Callow Landis, please. Ever. Yeah. 
What kind okay, of? Okay, 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 okay. It's, Are you recording it's really this? Really hard to explain, but I'll try my best. I'll try my best. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm on the edge of my seat here. Basically, me and Calo share a similar way of playing games. Okay. I was watching him play Final Fantasy a few days, a few, a week or two ago. And when he was playing with Cloud and all of them, uh-huh. I I thought I immediately thought in my head, this is me. Oh, I oh, feel like oh. I'm watching myself. Is that, oh, okay, I'll okay. <laughs> use the Rob strategies because we, because we both use Cloud in our party. <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's such, yeah, well, it's, you guys, it's actually a rare strategy. Most people yeah, don't I, use I've, cloud. I, you're right. Ones. You're right. I, I've never heard of anyone using cloud in now, their party. That's I, that Rob, is, I'm just so happy. Would Would you say that I'm like your spirit animal? Yes. <laughs> okay. What's your opinion on coffee hold, shops? Hold on. Hold on. Can I get you to say Kahlo is my spirit animal? <clears throat> yes. I... I always thought that no, uh, when okay. uh, if it's I not. had a spirit animal in in uh that I could compare us to in Final Fantasy, I would say either I would probably say a chocobo. Okay. Uh, Confirmed Kalo is chocobo. Kalo is chocobo. <laughs> Kalo and Rob have, oh they have one of those those wedding chocobos that two people oh, can sit oh, on. They oh, have one and you know what chocobo. guys you be jealous because me and Rob are Chocobo brothers. I can see it in your eyes right now. Are you Chocobros? Are Chocobros? You are, chocobros. <laughs> you, are right. ch- you are Chocobros. Rob is my Chocobro. There you go. Rob and Cal are Chocobros. Rob, thank you for the call. Uh, we uh, will will uh, wait to hear more information about your uh, your game that you're developing. Good luck with that. We uh, we appreciate the call and uh, it's good checking in with you, man. Uh, Wow! Did I'm not glad ex- you're alive. Did not. I'm sorry, I didn't. When, did not want expect this that. To be weird. I just came here to talk about foreskin. <laughs> when Juxta said, "Like you have to wait," like I'm thinking, I'm like Rob, but I'm like, no, he's gone. No, like, he's yeah, like, so gone. Like, but, dropped off the map for someone, months. Someone hashtagged Rob rides again. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. But he th- said he was watching you the other day, Kyle. Is that kind of right? Come on, Rob. You need to speak just- up if you're in chat. Well, thanks for the call, Rob. We appreciate it. If you would like to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord, if you'd like to call in on Discord. Uh, so, uh, all right, let's let's kind of refocus that. Wow. You're welcome for that. Thanks, it was, dude. <laughs> it was that boy. <laughs> Shit, what up? I like that people think that Rob is a planned bit. Like, how could we make that up? I, if Honestly, I mean, if it was, it, like, <laughs> like, if it was Kahlo, that would be the most amazing thing because, like, like that would that would be major both performance like and editing. Yeah, fast. I promise you that if that was Kahlo, he would take credit for it. <laughs> I promise he would not yeah, let that go point. unknown. The best part is before, just as I was about to say something, somebody in chat was like, "Why hasn't Kahlo spoke this whole time?" <laughs> <laughs> that's a bizarre cons- conspiracy that has developed around the show. Anyway, uh, all right, back to. Uh, Isn't Holbrook. it funny how none of our listeners trust us now? I know, right? <laughs> Th- that's. 
<laughs> that is the point. That is the point. Yes. Uh, so anyway, no, just before we move on to Hallbreaker, though, uh, I think Sorkai is going to be really cool. Um, although, you know, something that I've kind of realized that um, frustrates me about dungeons and, you know, we've we've sort of identified this before. And I guess it's kind of being reinforced now that I've been working my way through, uh, you know, through the first Dark Souls game is that the whole the idea that a dungeon is somewhere on the map that you see for a while and then get to go to i you know i feel like these locations are fairly removed and yes you know we never we never get that sense of like we're traveling to a place uh, that we've seen for a long time now that's not to say that that's never happened it has happened keeper of the lake i think is a great example of that but it was an underwhelming example of that Uh, you know because it was just it ended and it ended up being exactly what i said it was going to be that dungeon that you just did for tomes and it was in there in the roulette and here and here it was this place that you've seen off in the distance and i just thought it should play more of a role in the lore and in the world than it did and then the other the other one was um you know getting actually into ishgard and then the upper section of ishgard too uh through um um uh the 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 cathedral, what's the cathedral dungeon uh the the vault, oh, the vault thank you mm-hmm. yes the vault I, I that that was another one where i was like oh cool i can see like where we well you know we're running and stuff like that something that uh, i think that the world at large of eorzea would benefit from and i i mean obviously it would take resources but but for for what it would add to the world i don't think that that would be a very big trade-off is and, and wow did this fantastically is all of the dungeons all of the raids you could see where they all were. And in some cases, even when you're not in the raid, you can actually go and explore those zones. Right. And the amount of immersion that it would add to the game. And I think not just that, but but, you know, you have so many like fan projects that that pop up out of games like this, giving them that many more like scenes and set places to play around with. There's no negative impact that it would have on the game or the world to include those in some way. And when I look at these pictures of Ratatoska... Taz, Lair, or Sorkai. Yeah. yeah. Um, when, I, of man. when I look at it, all I can think is running it is probably going to be very comfortable and easy to run. I, I mean, it's just, I, I, you know... It's what, shorts? Easy to wear. Uh... <laughs> You know, like there's going to be three bosses, and you're going to work. I, you know, like I, I just I'm Circle not sure. Rooms. I, it's I, a co- corridor. I I hope <laughs> that there's going to be some additional lore. Like that's kind of the only holdout that I have for dungeons anymore is that there's some kind of additional lore that's going to pull me in or going to interest me. <clears throat> you're going to tell me something at the library where you're going to get more to it. Yeah, at least there was something there, even though you know I've run the library probably a total of four times ever. Well, like that was like the fun bit. Like was it? Um, Totorak when you go back there and you get to see like how the person's mind has devolved yeah. as you're on your way down like that was cool that right. made that dungeon more fun but then again it only made it more fun the first time yes right exactly and then it just kind of yeah it becomes kind of a loot corridor and I, I just I you know I think something that um, someone in the chat had uh, had mentioned let's see Frosty uh, says that that's a huge improvement Alex over Coil you can actually see where you are although I, I think that it would be you know like with Alex once you're in there like yeah you kind of have a sense of where you are but 
it would be more so if you could see out somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that was one of the cool things about that I thought was uh, really awesome about um, uh, Keeper of the Lake is that you could kind of see the other side of you know Mordona mm-hmm. and where you came from and and you know what would kind of exist to the south. Um, that kind of stuff always is really kind of important to me, and I hope that it's just I just hope that it's details that they're not glossing over. Um, and uh, usually they don't, but uh, I don't know. Like I, I just, I, I, it's hard for me to get super excited about a dungeon, even if there's some lore attached to it that it is, you know, kind of awesome. Well, you know, um, who was it? Somebody, somebody mentioned uh, Total Rock and like you know seeing or not Total Rock, a uh, thousand maws and uh, and seeing um how that one character's like basically had has gone fucking insane, right? Yeah. When was the last time that we actually got real story in a dungeon? Like library. as you're going through the dungeon. Uh Okay, now now see even the library, you just you have to read stuff, but that even that was just like random sort of like I ex- to go with the- Tamtara hard. Exposition. Yeah, sorry, Tam Tar Hard. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the Tamtara, one. So yeah. that was the first one that Tamtara I think did it like movie. really fucking well. Well, right. it, yeah, it had some kind of narrative story yeah. attached was to it that was sort of like self. That? that was sort of like self-contained. Were there any downsides to that? No, um, her creepy think. fucking laugh was a downside. No, that was awesome. So <laughs> why haven't we seen them try and do that again? Is my question. Uh, it's too I, hard. I, I, well, I don't like, know. They, they use the uh, the Tam Tara one as to like kind of bring that story full circle no, with like the original Band of Adventures. Jim in the chat uh, brings up a good point. Fractal was pretty good in in terms of uh, exposition and lore. It gave some exposition and lore, sure, but there there wasn't a narrative for the dungeon. And the 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 fact that oh the only reason they did that was to wrap up a story. Well, fine, create a story using it. Like each one of these things should have a story within it. They said they were like once Temtara had such you know great acclaim and everyone loved it. I remember them saying that they would look into something similar in the future, whether or not it's like a horror theme or not. I mean, I remember them saying they understand we liked it, but I'm you know they never yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, back look, even even take even take uh, um, Ampador City Hard Mode that they just came out with. That actually had a story. The reason we were going back was because there was some weird aura, and you know the little weird immortal kids from Gridania tried to go in there and their elementals like went crazy and they're like go figure out what it is and so we just run through it and kill the thing like oh yeah that makes sense why couldn't we have had one of them accompany us and give us little cutscenes before each boss that actually helped build a narrative around yeah. that you right. had a narrative entering and then it kind of stopped you know they're really good about doing that with like story dungeons you know sometimes right. they'll uh, that Honestly, final fight with Astinian and uh, the original Nidhogg okay yes but but even with anti tower like we get a cutscene before and after but give us something going through it. Like, mm-hmm. like make, come on. I, so I think more people we, can bitch in the duty finder when we, people want to watch cuts. We know they can oh. do it well yeah. because they did it with Tam Terra Hard. So think, why aren't they even attempting it anymore? I think Anti-Tower is probably one of the, uh, one of the best examples that I can cite for like uh, my high expectation for a dungeon that was a total letdown. Yeah. Well, you I mean, know, and keep in mind with Tamtara, like it was really only it was things that you clicked on, on the ground to get more of the story, and then a cutscene before the final boss. It's not like there was one before every boss, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it has nothing to do with hand holding uh, eighty six. <clears throat> we just want these dungeons to feel like they're alive and not just loot corridors, and that doesn't even have anything to do with just um, with just cutscenes. Because you're right, after you do it one time and you skip cutscenes are on, you're never going to see it again, right? But give some actual like voiceover lines. To the bosses, 
right? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, in, in some cases, people might just end up being like, oh, they're annoying, blah, 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 whatever. But guess what? When it comes to the vault, what do people it's know? What filthy do people rats. Know? What do people know most about that? Yeah. Yeah. Sickness must be purged. Exactly. It lives on. Right. It like, makes a legend. It, it and they does. keep joking and they like they've used that to spring into like what they're doing with Hildebrand right now where the they've got the guy who worked under him. Mm-hmm. Which I is mean, awesome. It's it's a great lesson to take even from World of Warcraft. How many fucking times did what's Kael Thost was just a setback? And now whenever you hear that in World of Warcraft, oh it was just a setback, you immediately think of Kael Thost. Create stuff like that within your world that lasts beyond the patches. Yeah, I well, like, and I think here's a good example of Hullbreaker Hard. Uh, to the chagrin of countless treasure hunters, the golden coffer of the legendary Mistbeard was not to be found on Hullbreaker Isle, and so the Mist which had withdrawn to reveal uh, the Isle uh, did those ambitious souls depart to seek fame and fortune elsewhere, allowing Ein uh, his were. Slafsren, that's a great name, uh, to quietly petition Admiral Merylwib, uh, to uh, for permission to repurpose it as training ground for Maelstrom recruits. Uh, the Storm Marshal would uh, have you be the first to brave this gauntlet that you might pit yourself against the Isle's fearsome fauna and the Maelstrom's elite, and in so doing, rouse their spirits. Uh, will this give Storm officers a beating that they will not soon forget, or will they stand triumphant at the last at, at the last and shout uh, that they have bested the warrior of light sounds boring is uh, i can't i'm yeah, not I'm so not fucking of, interested um, what was the other one they turned into holly, holly. this is holly tolly yeah. version three yeah. Yeah. yeah oh my god who, who cares gives a shit we just well, did this exact Sandra, story there, for. There is Rogadins, there is Merlewib and uh, Slefferson, which is a male Rogadin. So if they, um, if they actually let the Rogadins like be a part of the story, and there's actually story as you go through, oh, and, like shut just, like, talk, up! No, if shut you up! Nobody cares. Nobody we cares. We're just talking Boo. about story. If if the NPCs accompany you and you get to talk to the NPCs course, as you go through, Rogadin. I think it could be fun. Because well, it, look at that, the race car. <laughs> I'm sorry, is a Rogan name, and you said it was cool, so. Uh, no, I said it was dumb. I said it was. You said, a, it, was, you said it was a cool name. No, I, I no. <laughs> the most you sarcastic, cool name ever. No, that, master race. God, Nika. Oh, Nika, you disappoint me. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I, yeah, no, oh, uh, dude, oh my gosh, I love what what Frosty just said. What if Merle whips the final boss and you get to challenge her? Nobody to a gives fight a, in a shit ground. because she's going to be overshadowed by fighting the one-handed flame general from last that's, patch. That's what I'm saying. Like we got to fight. Um, Raubon, which honestly wasn't that hard of a fight at all. It's this so would be epic. four people versus Merlewib. Oh, she, she can't I'm be beaten in like okay, four on right. one. Fuck yes. You know what? Fine. Let's it's see. cool the first time. But what about the second? The third? The fourth? The tenth? The twentieth? The hundredth time? About this? Hmm. I don't want to fight a Makote. No. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look. What? Uh, uh, yeah, no. Well, it will always be cool. I hope. I hope she's in this. Okay, thing. no. For Nika's sake, I don't want you to fight Merlewib because, like you said, what? after you're home farming this, she's gonna be just a like a pushover boss that you're gonna one shot and not even care about. Do you want Merlewib to reduce to that? Yeah, that is. Kind I mean, of, we yeah. already see her that way, but do you want to see her that way? It is. How it, do you see her that way? She's never presented that way because well, no, she's a weak ass bitch. Final boss of Ishgard storyline is gonna be Connie Senna. All three of the stupid. Generally. What? <laughs> what? Yep, I said it. 
Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. Raubon would wipe his ass with her. Nope. What would he yeah. do with his other arm? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I, I, I just, I, I, even if it is Marilyn, I couldn't care. I, I honestly could not care less about nope, this. I think that would make it so much cooler. No. Uh-huh. I think it would be underwhelming for uh, uh, a fucking grand champion general to just be in a fucking four-man dungeon. Well, that... that I mean, uh, was, can, considering we, we, we fought Ben anyway. Stormer in we a four-man dungeon. Anyway, Which was, it was underwhelming. Like, it was. It would, that, I mean, that's, that's sort of like what I was just saying about, uh, you know, about uh, Keeper of the Lake is that it ended up being very underwhelming. You know? Like, it... it it, for all of that buildup, for all of the, like, you see it in the distance in 1.0, you saw it in the distance for the majority of 2.0, and when we finally got to go there in the last patch, it's well, just, you well, just, okay, you just grind now. it over you know and what? over again. You know what? I'm actually going to play devil's advocate now. We didn't actually really fight the Midgar Sword. No, we, we yeah. passed a test of his. Right. It's kind of like how, how underwhelmed I felt when we defeated Nidhogg. But now it's came back around. Right. But that but the key to that is having the Midgar Somer storyline come back around. Now he's your little buddy. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what I mean? Like he's, true. he's your he's you know what he's I mean? Your little buddy. I, I, he's your little buddy. I, I don't know. I still think he has his own agenda. We just don't know what it is. He's your little pocket rocker. He, he's only following you as a little buddy because he he's he's kind of like keeping an eye on things and watching and waiting for the right time to do something. Well, well, hold on. All right, so hold that, on. That's not going to happen wait, because he's because he's going to be your little buddy. No, hold on now. Oh my god, she's she's kind of alluded to a point unintentionally because she's not that smart. <laughs> but Dick. okay, Midgar Sormer, like Heidelin, cares about the planet, right? That's why he's our ally. He was testing us. He's like, all right, yes, you're 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 fit to to be the champion of the planet. A little while ago in one of these episodes, someone brought up the idea like, you know, we're the opposite of the darkness, blah, 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 blah. What if in some way we start to threaten something and Midgar Stormer decides, mm, you know what? You're actually probably going to be better off dead. No. Like, like you're doing more damage now than anything else. Not and- unless they're going to take your Midgar Stormer pet away. Yeah, they're never going to do that. Or yeah. your it's never going to work as long as you have that minion. Yeah. Meh. Yeah, he's he's it, he is your friend for life. Yeah, they've kind of, you are you are BFFs. I, I, don't know, I he's never got stomper. the impression. I never got the. <laughs> I never got the impression he was our friend though. No, like, he's your bestie. Like he, he's he your new Valeneral. You're gonna get married. I mean, he suppressed the the goddess's blessing in us or whatever to hide us from the Asians because it benefited his agenda. Like I don't think that. I mean, he didn't want us to 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 get it back because it would mean the Asians would come after us and blah blah blah. Like he has his own vision of what he wants the world to be, and he's only mm-hmm. tagging. With us because we are the one who's most likely to get him to that point. He has like, his I own vision, and that's a slumber yeah, party. It's going to be he's great. Really, our friend at all? I think that if they wanted to, they could turn this around and put us against Midgar Storm. And the fact that we have a fucking pet or a mount is not enough reason to not go there. Uh-huh. Mm, I, I feel I feel like they've worked themselves a bit into a corner, but we'll see. I mean, the the thing is though is that it is entirely contingent about it coming back around though. Mm-hmm. You know, like they can't just let that plot thread drop and then just, you know, Yeah, like, if he is just our friend forever then fine, whatever. I think they missed a great opportunity, but uh, I don't know. Uh, let's go to our phone lines. Uh, we've got uh, Crimson Tinted of Balmung hanging out on Discord. What's up, Crimson? We got we got y- Crimson. Y- Crimson, you there? Crimson, buddy. Oh, there I am. Yes. Hi. I'm here. Hi. Oh, Welcome. he's from Balmung, so I just thought that was a dramatic pause. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. 
All right. So uh, what do you want to talk about, bud? All right. So uh, I was noticing here in the discussion we're having so far that we're trending towards sort of the what what are the continuous threads of lore that are showing up in you know all this new dungeon content, all this new PVE content, right? And we, you know we have concerns about you know forgettable lore elements popping up to just you know pop up real quick and there's not much investment what have you yeah uh i i share your fears similarly and, and i feel like a, a lot of this is happening because of the heavy focus on new non-raid pve content you know i we, he, we hear a lot you know this live letter about aquapolis we hear you know soon to come in the future about palace of the dead right things like that and we you know, we getting all this new stuff thrown at us and it, it seems involved enough that you know Laura almost seems to be taking sort of a, a back seat here in some of this new stuff granted yeah we're getting you know close to the dragon song war and all mm-hmm. that in three three but I, I feel like there's a especially heavy focus in that, and, and, and you got some clues on that. I feel from their their guests they had on the live letter today. You know, one, one of the writers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought an especially telling part of the exchange was when they talked about um, the fact that this particular writer was on you know the Coil series of raids, right, and not an Alexander, right, and. I don't know. I fear that they're too content focused, especially after the failure of Diadem. You know, throw things at us, throw things at us, but that we're, we're forgetting sort of the, the rich and, you know, repeatable lore that we got out of a realm reborn and out sure. of that raid cycle you know sure and no that's absolutely what I'm, that's what I'm afraid of. absolutely and uh it, yeah I, th- I i think i get it and thanks for your call crimson we appreciate it uh so i i think that you bring up a couple of good points here um and first of all that these new events that we're getting the aquapolis uh the you know the uh um the deep dungeon that these new events aren't very lore focused Though we don't really know that. I think that that entirely depends on their setting and exactly specifically where in the world that they're set. Because mm-hmm. there are a couple of things that exist in the overworld on the map that are marked as important or marked as significant, but we don't really know what is going to go there or what goes on there. So depending on where the Deep Dungeon is located, we already know that it's somewhere in the Shroud and that um, it, you know that it shares some architectural similarities with... Uh, 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 with Amdapur and may point to being Amdapuri. So, uh, you know, that may be rooted in that calamity cycle, which may end up being cool. But the thing is, is I think that, you know, there there is content that they don't necessarily have to attach to lore. To uh, a story. To, to a story, right. And, um, you know, and there's there's ways that, you, you know, like, I think that, um, it, you know, the, uh, the the PvP setting in Corthus is very interesting. I want to know a lot, uh, I want to know a lot more about where on the map that is taking place. I, I, a Papa Woody suggestion that uh, it, it's at uh, Camp Glory in uh, in Corthus, a part of the inaccessible Corthus yeah, map, I think is an interesting something idea. Something that we do have to give them a little bit of credit for is you don't have to have an actual narrative for there to be lore and backgrounds to it. You don't even necessarily have to put fucking books around a library to do that either. I mean, right. just by by virtue of putting in a new zone, putting in a new event, you know, take take Seal Rock, as you said, for example. I mean, that that in itself can be very telling. And I think that's something that you've started to learn through your playthrough of like Dark Souls, for example, that yes. everything around you 
tell some type of story and I'm learning the same things even from you know something like Overwatch so I think it's I hard think to it's, just it's dismiss a much more- and say that they're not doing anything with the lore or with the world right and it's another thing to want them to do more yeah yeah and I and I don't know how much of the storytelling needs to be direct either that's true um, you know for as much for as cool as you know uh, the uh, Ida thing and uh, or not Ida um uh, what's her name from uh, the, uh, Tamtara? Oh, I don't know her actual name, but the Tamtara. Adda? Is it Adda? Yeah. Oh, Adda. there you go. Yeah, Adda. Adda. I was close. Adda. All right. Um, so, yeah, but the, you know, the whole Adda thing and, and the story of her party, you know, as we were saying before, a very cool element to that dungeon mm-hmm. and something that we'd like to see more of. But at the same time, you know, there are sections of the world that we just don't either have access to or don't know much about. Right. And in some cases, look, it's done fine. Like, for example, as much as I think they could have improved on Amdapur uh, hard mode, Right. There was still a lot that was in there. Like there was the risen corpses of the 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 two different sides. Yeah. Right. Like like we actually gleaned I think quite a bit from that. But then when you get something like Holly Tolly Hard Mode or Hullbreaker Hard Mode, like what more are we supposed to get from that lore wise than just oh they turned it into a fucking Coliseum gauntlet thing? You know. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where the the letdown sort of comes from because in some cases I think they do that really well against again. Uh, Amdapur City hard mode. Um, even even I think uh, Brayflox hard mode at least found some way to take a story with the goblins and push it a little bit further. Well, and it comes down to a question of where are you getting your entertainment value from? If you're looking at dungeons, for the most part, you know what you're going to get from dungeons. You're going to get corridor, boss fight, corridor, boss fight, trash in between. And so we're looking for lore as kind of where that extra entertainment value is coming from. What we're hoping for with Palace of the Dead is that the content on its face is going to be what provides that entertainment value. Yeah, and and I think is I think if that is the focus, <laughs> like if that's indeed where they're focusing their time and effort and development... Uh, that that's not the worst thing in the world. Um, you know, that 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 there actually, you know, stands to be a benefit from that. So um, it, it, it there's I mean, it could go one of two ways. Now, the other thing that uh, that, that Crimson talked about that uh, I think is is worth talking about is the perceived failure of Diadem. Now, um, you know, we've been we've been talking about this, you know, waiting for. Uh, well, we're, we've been waiting to hear what they play plan on doing with it because i mean if you look at it it's if they never go back to it first of all that's a broken promise that they said that it would be an expanding system that continued over time and if they're if they're willing to drop content like that so quickly i i think that that's a concerning trend in development period because that completely invalidates the FC airships and any need to do any of that content, you know, like that, that really just served to be a, a, an access gateway for Diadem. And if Diadem's pointless, you know, I, I don't think, especially with them changing the outputs and finding more outputs for materia as they outlined in uh, the live letter, I, I, what is. Uh, what is the purpose that Diadem is going to serve? You know, it's not even that because obviously, yeah, for the most part, it's a failure. But here's the thing. If it would have just been a straight up catastrophic failure, like right out the gate, nobody did it. None of that shit. 
That's one thing. A Lords of Verminion. That's one thing. Like, all right, look, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 Lords we, is we tried something. It didn't fucking work. Like, it happens, right? But because it had so much potential and they didn't do anything with it, to me, that's what makes it such a glaring failure. And, and that's why I think for a lot of people, it's such a sore subject is because, you know, they're always trying to, I think, find ways to, to innovate in this game, find new things for us to do. And they actually got a foothold on something that resonated with a lot of people at least and they in, didn't at, seize that moment. At least initially. Right. And they didn't seize that moment. Now, that's not to say, I guess, that in the future somewhere, they can't still do something with it. But now, even if you do, you've lost, I think, a lot of trust with people. And I think they might be a little apprehensive to to jump back into something relating to Diadem. Well, uh, or, or anything that takes, uh, you know, that, that takes some effort to, to get into on the on the front end of it. Not to mention how, you know, they could have also poisoned themselves going forward. Anytime they mention like, oh, this is RNG in some way, people might be thinking, oh yeah, just like Diadem was. Like it, or it, an expanding system. They, yeah, keep, they exactly. talk about how Deep Dungeon is going to continue to expand over time. And it already has this negative stigma on it because right. of how they dropped the ball on Diadem. Right, right. I, I mean, and the thing is, is that there's ways to adjust that zone and adjust that play style uh, to make it relevant. And I, I mean, I just feel like they're choosing not to do it. And I and I have to wonder why. Like, uh, what was what was the point in doing it in the first place if you are never going to go back to it or or claiming that it's going to be an expanding system. Or if you're going to wait, you know, a year and a half before you go back to it, you right. know? Like why wouldn't you have plans to develop it already in the pipeline? Yeah, or they should at least have communicated that a little bit more clearly so we're not sitting here expecting more from I, it. You know, I, I'd actually, that, that's something, I mean, I, I know they've talked a lot about Diedem before in, in, in previous interviews and previous live letters, but I think more than anything else, I'd be curious to know, like, What's been going on with Diedem so far? Was that intended or at some point did someone at Square Enix make the decision like, you know what, let's shelf Diedem for a while? And why was that decision made? Yeah. No, good question. I think we're going back. Uh, but eventually, why but no one asked not, you, Pop. There's no way for us to believe that. Anima. The animal weapon. <laughs> to Diadem? Oh, no. Yeah. No, I, no, fuck that. I don't see, I don't see them what? doing that. All right, hold on. Come over here. I'm going to give you my mic. Yeah. What... Makes you like, like, do you have any type of like evidence for that or anything? You got to gather items for the new anima stuff, and I think that's where we're going to go. But that was oh, all uh, that was okay. already an anima step, like, we were sort gathering. Of. Now, so they did say in the next one that there's going to be way more ways to gather items than before, so I think by or virtue to, no, uh, to obtain to items. obtain so maybe by virtue yeah gathers a something within DM will make it but it's not gonna be anything meaningful it's gonna be like oh use spoils to buy items in which case i have some saved up there you go i, I just i i don't but that doesn't mean anything that doesn't do anything for DM. no it doesn't and it forces people back into a pointless system that they don't like it and forces and, them back into a grind fest and they what they need to do is they need to reevaluate the system overall mm-hmm you know, as a whole. The only way that I could possibly see it working out is, first of all, they're going to have to up update the item level of the, the gear that's well, in there. Yeah, that's step. And yes. what they're also going to have to do, the only, I think, hope they have is if you can still get spoils to spend on normal stuff as well as the items. Because that, again gives you multiple reasons for going in there, which I think has been one of the biggest strengths of the Anima grind so far. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think if they're going to redo the whole system, I think they're going to have to start by saying, okay, you're not going to They can't fly. redo the... Why well, would okay, they well, redo the whole system? The they whole need system. To, They need to add another layer on top of it. 
I feel like they really kicked themselves in the balls when they made it so you could fly there. I think they should rework the zone so you just walk everywhere and you have to fight through the mobs and you have to adventure through the mobs and you have to like actually go around and explore stuff, not just fly over things. That's that not, that's might. not that's not the trend that they've been going. I know, though. But they, that, they've but been I'm that's what they need. You know, to they've do. been less, uh, you know, lessening the amount of aether currents that you need to collect before you can fly. But that would add a different type of direction to it. They'd that, have to that. redesign the fucking map to all be they, able to. They would they have should. to do that map is so awful. All they would have to do is add teleports. That's all they'd have to do. Actually, yeah. Totally. No, well, no. What I'm saying is, is that I, I like if I'm gonna walk around and adventure in a zone, there better be more than just floating islands with trees and mobs. Oh yeah, yeah no, yeah, sure, sure. You know what I mean? Like that. That. I, I mean, it's fine for flying because it's like the the zone is pretty uninteresting and it doesn't it doesn't actually fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Now, if we were going through a place that had exposition and had you know there was a reason for us to be there, uh, I think that that's that's that would be a different story. Well, because they do have just these floating islands, there is a lot of open space. And let's say that they were to just be like, all right, you know what, no flying, you do have to like adventure your way through. It's easy enough to just start inserting new islands in there with different spectacles on them. I yeah I mean I guess but then you're just I mean I guess you're just adding you're just adding shit to the zone and that's not being used anyhow why yeah like why 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 you know if if you're going to be adding shit to the zone there needs to be a reason for it it can't just appear there one day you know it's floating islands they just float into (laughs) the zone float into vicinity I, I, I just I, the whole thing is is disappointing, and I wish it that is. I it wish really that is. I wish that we would get some clarification on it because it seemed on what's happening. You know, it's there. kind of it's it just seemed t- half done. Even when we got it uh, out of the gate, we were like, okay, this is this is a good start. You know what I mean? Like it never got to the point where we were like, uh, you know, like this this really feels like a full fledged system. Guys? It's kind of it's kind of uh, it's kind of. Funny how the most disappointing event is also Skrull's favorite event. Yeah, that's Um, not surprising. Guys, so Ascali and Papa both left the room. Okay. And they came back at the same time. Okay. Implying going on there. Um, implying that they're really Rob from New York. Uh, Live letter triple X. What? Escalia, you you do know that it's unprofessional to be diddling the uh, <laughs> that, the intern out in the hallway, right? That's not what you used to tell Juxta. I never diddled Juxta. Oh. So and we are equals. It's fine if you're equals. If there's a <laughs> hierarchy disparity, then was that's. No cigars. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's actually get into uh, live letter discussion here. Again, if you'd like to uh, join the discussion, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715 or LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Uh, so uh, Revenge of the Horde is going to be dropping June 7th, 2016. Oh, my God. That June seems, 7th? Yeah. Wow. That seems so far away. I, I, I It's really only like two weeks. It's two weeks. It's two weeks. What are we going to talk about next week? Uh, Overwatch. <laughs> no seriously what the fuck are we gonna talk about next week i have no idea uh, i i, I have a few ideas but i don't i don't, don't want to spoil i just i feel like they they're they're like 
the length between patches is palpable now. Before with a realm of born, no, it felt like they were well timed. Two point Given given the the content that we had to do and when the how far the patches were spaced out, yeah, like a casual. It, you know, casually playing, I, I think that it was well, well spaced. This does not feel well spaced. This feels like, you know, there's like about the four thing. weeks of content that... Guys, it, but relax. We're going to get the same content patch in the same amount of time in 3.0 with the same amount of stuff in each content patch. That's what they said in 2.0. And we, I don't think that they actually said that. They said something along those lines. Mm, don't think that they did. Pretty sure they did. You're just making stuff up now. No. Yeah. No, they said said roughly the same source please uh the internet (laughs) (laughs) uh well apparently we would have talked about it on the show so if someone can time stamp that that'd be scurl get to work (laughs) anyway fired him uh you're hired again scurl summer intern go so uh we got uh we got to take a look at a a couple of uh a, a couple of things here uh the nidhogg fight Known as the final steps of faith. Oh wait, the final steps of the final the final steps of faith. Okay, first it was the steps of faith, but now this one's the final step. Like we're going back there. I don't think we can trust you, Square Enix, again. I've I've been hurt before. Not to mention this is the extreme final steps of faith. Like I don't. Were there actually any steps on that bridge to begin with? There were some steps, but I don't feel like they were like the main focus of there the fight. Well, you had like to go up the steps to fire the dragon killer. Yeah, it was like I, the side I was going to say, because I feel like the, the, the stairway of fate is only like just three steps. It's more like a stool than anything else. <laughs> I don't know. I just am not happy to see that we're going to have to see nerf steps of faith all over again. We have to see those posts everywhere once again but well, but we just recycle those hold posts. on it's fine. Yeah, okay. just co- just bring copy, back. copy pasta this, right there this could be a good opportunity <clears throat> for us because people actually refer to the salted earth episode as like an era you know like that was a big changing point for our show yeah brought in a lot of new people so so this 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 could be an omen for us it's gonna happen again well we'll see the new era begins with the final steps of faith <laughs> the final salted earth <laughs> uh so uh on the live letter hey let's let's just take a look at uh the video that uh that they shared with us on the live letter of course the got the the pig glamour i'm really getting I'm, <laughs> the, the pig glamour. <laughs> i'm i'm getting very sick of the uh cutesy fucking armor that they keep bringing oh, bringing sweet. into this goddamn game right yokai watch that's what's up no it's not it's stupid <laughs> which i understand you actually bought that shit didn't you oh Bradley. that no, no i bought uh bravely second oh you, oh you you just, just took, a, just picture took a picture of it. of it oh okay i thought you had bought it and then Skiro said like oh did you actually buy that like no Skiro, you fucking moron oh, okay gosh uh all i'm right. just showing the, like, you that it exists right all in right. the world so uh we're, we're not gonna bother running any of the audio because we wouldn't understand it anyway um but uh they did show off uh wait does that pig have wings no no it it doesn't it should oh. That looked, I'm like that. Actually, be kind of badass. No, you'll you'll see here in just a second that he'll when pigs fly. <laughs> he'll he'll adjust the camera angle to reveal is the pig dabbing. Who is? Uh, it sort of looks that pose like pose is pretty awesome though. I want that pose. It does look like a dab pose, doesn't it? A dab like yeah. slash emote slash there you dab. Go. See, there, it's it's Nidhog hanging out. Um, oh. No, I just I kind of want to uh, like. Can we can we 
tell any context clues here? Because we're on a broken bridge. We see Ishgard in the background. I mean, can we assume that Nidhogg just straight up fucked up the Steps of Faith and... Oh, did he pull a Bahamut? No, well, he knocked over the tower. Well, like on Ishgard. Pull a Bahamut on Ishgard. No. Yeah, maybe he destroyed the bridge to cut Ishgard off. I wonder if this is going to have any long-lasting graphic <gasps> impacts on, you know, the the overworld cuz that would be kind of cool. How sweet would, would it cool. be if, you know, like all the all the grand companies are like marching to Ishgard's aid and yeah, like Nidhogg destroys the bridge right as they get there. So, like, you know, there's just going to be all kind of, like, violence and massacre and mayhem before we can actually get over there to help. Because we are, I mean, we are just, it looks like we're just fighting him on a chunk of that bridge. Yeah, there's, there's that's not, definitely it. There's that's definitely the bridge. You know, there's not much that that is there, um, you know. Are the steps still present? And the steps were never there. <laughs> the steps are a lie. <laughs> it's actually a pretty cool battlefield. Um. Yeah. I mean. I guess. Uh, I mean, it's, it's still fairly like. Round, it's a square. It? Yeah. It's a square yeah, battlefield. Is, I like that they introduced corners in our battlefields this t- this go around. I think it's going to add a very interesting dynamic. To it, it looks cool though. Is anyone else disappointed with his size? I, mean, I know he's not any bigger than what he was, but just he's smaller than uh, Vishap. Yeah, <laughs> and he's, he's supposed well, to be yeah, like a brood father, a brood he's mother, the same or something. Size as he was in Aerie. Well, yeah. No, I realize <laughs> that, but that's also not like his physical body. Like he fucking possessed Estinian. He has both his eyes back. He's all fucking corrupted and shit. I feel like he could have increased his size and no one would have really batted an eye, right? I, it doesn't feel like that epic of a fight. Like even compared, yeah. even compared to the worms in eleven, he seems a bit well, small. Well, let's compare him to what, like Thornton. No, no. Better yet, let's compare him to the final fight of what uh, would have been in a Realm Reborn. So against like Ultima or whatever, right? Like, that wasn't even just, like, a single battlefield. That was, like, an entire dungeon going through Castrum and stuff, right? I, I, there is, I mean, look, there is a practical, uh, there is a practical concern about targeting and locking on. I mean, you know, one of the things that sucked about Vishap was that he was a kind of a dick to hit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, just click on the little monster list and you'll be fine. I, I just. Wow, wrecked. Yeah, one shotted. Uh, so yeah, I, I I don't know. I, it's hard for me to get super hyped about it. It. Uh, I wonder if there will be multiple phases to this fight. I'm I mean, much- really. I, I bet there will be because didn't they say there was going to be an X mode too? So this is going to be like the next primal type fight. Yeah, I could see there being the multiple phases because if there's not, like that does seem kind of plain for like the final big boss of the expansion well, of, of the story. It's be multiple phases. What are you guys talking not, about? Not just phases, but, but like, like multiple like. The, battle, the battleground yeah. changes, like like uh, like Ultima. How, um, well, not even just Ultima, but uh, uh, um, male Sephiroth. Oh. How how he falls off the platform and then gets huge, you know? Well, like <gasps> we were complaining that we got spoiled on that right in the trailer, so maybe they're hiding it. Maybe this time. yeah. What maybe would that's... be cool is if you defeat him and like that big thing we see in the back if that falls through and maybe we have to have a pro- progress further up fighting through a little few hordes and like keep on taking him on because uh think of something like the the gilgamesh fights right on the big bridge like you Except walk you, like, keep along fighting him as you yeah mm-hmm. well the last that phase is like sweet. on his back while he's flying well i think i think what's <laughs> been done i think what would be cool is if the bridge gets progressively destroyed as you go you progress through the fight but then it would have been nice if we started on it like when it's in pristine condition and as we fight through it, he's destroying it around us. And if you're not careful, it destroys and you fall off and you can't get back up. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. And there's dire mites at the bottom. Yeah, uh, uh, Diablos part two. 
Uh, it's okay. okay. So, Scally, I was gonna like add on to that joke and be like, "Hey," and he, he's gonna sleep you, and you have to like cure your party members to wake them up. But no, you just completely ruined the joke by explaining it. Thank you, Skrull. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it hurts, doesn't it? Oh, god damn, son. So Ow, my chest Jesus. hurts. Did you even try? So, uh, <laughs> but that's really all of the info that we've got about steps of uh, the final steps of faith. Um, is just kind of the context clues that we've been able to pull out Which of there. Which is underwhelming. Milk! <laughs> well, what can you really say about... I think it's pretty much what you'd expect for the, I think it this is. video. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's the... We were, we were wondering what the EX fight is going to be. And so, you know, now we definitely know. Um, we know that this is going to bring a conclusion to the Dragon Song War. Uh, and so I think that that lines up the rest of the Warring Triad to unfold for the next two patches, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for 3.4 and 3.5. Um, so Why can't we have two exploits? What's wrong with that, SD? Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, that's Nika. That's too much let's, to ask. Let's not get crazy now. Yeah, let's, uh, wow. Okay, we can't slow have down. the Warring Triad and the end of the story in the same patch. S- slow no, down, never. Nika. All right. Just chill. Just chill. Sorry. There is no I just, chill. Just thought maybe, maybe. Um, and uh, we also uh, got a uh, got to uh, check out a preview of the Aquapolis and what is involved in uh, exactly getting in there. Yay, the Aquapolis. We we've we've heard about this, uh, you know, uh, uh, in in passing for a while, and this is sort of like the first concrete. A uh, bit of uh, you know, bit of uh, talk that we've we've got about it, a bit of information that we've gotten about it, and uh, so we we see uh, you know we see the the devs here uh, doing a regular old treasure map, and uh, after they defeat the uh, the the couple of waves of enemies, and of course they're in a party of four, the uh, portal for getting into the Aquapolis spawns. And uh, then they get taken down and uh, they, they start the event proper. So, I, I mean, this is I think that this is uh, a pretty interesting uh, addition to, uh, you know, the content. And, uh, you know, we do know that the next anima step is going to uh, include uh, collecting a catalyst. Do you guys think that sort of like the, um, it, you know, the the previous the 2.0 relic step that the uh the catalyst is going to drop from these dragon skin maps and then you just you know like that's just more of a chance to get one of those portals to spawn and hey let's let's do this if it spawns it certainly wouldn't surprise me to see them use the relic weapon to guide people into the new content that they're trying to release well and, and, have, it, and like- have it be optional too like i i think that having items come out of it since it's so rng dependent right i mean because aquabolus is hugely rng dependent. <laughs> yeah uh that i think that that's probably a bad idea but if the item that you're going for just straight up comes out of the chest and you can guarantee that it's going to come out of the chest and you hit the portal if you happen to feel like it. I think that that's a good way, yeah, of, of funneling funneling participation well, into, I mean, uh, into the event. Aquapolis is such an, a newer thing that we're hearing about. Didn't we just start hearing about this like last live letter or a couple live letters ago? Yeah. We haven't been so. hearing about this for a long time. No, we means. haven't. No, we, this only, I think, didn't they announce this at the PAX live letter? They did. Yeah. And, and it was only really just kind of like a, a, a small footnote. And we were like, what the fuck are treasure? 
like, oh, by dungeons. the way, there will be a treasure dungeon. Oh, right. Yeah, no, let's keep going. Right. And and it's actually, I'm kind of actually surprised to see how involved it is. There, It does seem pretty involved. I think, uh, you know, the we were drawing a lot of comparisons to Nizul Isle uh, with uh, with the Deep Dungeon. I think that there are some comparisons here with uh, Moblin Mazemongers. I don't. I, I never really did maze mongers. Like, I think the biggest thing of Moblin maze mongers was creating your own dungeon and filling it with your own monsters and stuff to create like the perfect XP dungeon. Hmm. And so, really, I, I don't. I don't think it really has much to do with Moblin maze mongers, to be honest. Well, not to do, but I mean, just well, like I mean, sort like, of like inspired. Inspired by. by sure. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like yeah. The RNG element of like you can you click a door, you either get booted out or you go deeper in. That does feel kind of unique to fourteen. I can't think of anything like that that I've seen in another game. What I, what I think they've probably it? already dropped the ball on when it comes to this is I think our our biggest gripe about a lot of this game and that is incentive. Okay, you get Gil. And you get materia. Like, there's also rare minions like the Opu Opu that normally okay. drop through dungeons. That's what I was wondering. If they put rare minions, yeah. rare glamour, things like the kingly whiskers, or or like you know those, those things okay. that normally go, shit, that might be okay. Stuff yeah, you want that to go would, treasure hunting. Exactly. Actually, okay, that would make sense. That would make sense. Yeah, because if um, it's just gill and materia, why the fuck do I care? I have all that. Th- this I don't know for certain, but isn't like in the Dragon Quest series? Isn't there like some kind of like cash? Treasure dungeon that you can go into at some point in the series, in, like, the, in the treasure. Se- wait, no, in um, in Dragon, 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 Dragon Quest. No idea. I don't oh, know. I I never play it. I've never played Dragon Quest. I feel like that's something that I've heard. But the I- only other game that I have any reference for something like this was in Miss of Pandaria. On the in the near the fucking end, they put in like a, a treasure sort of room where you had to like get across like a bunch of like complex puzzles and stuff like that in a certain oh amount of my time. Yeah, and if you got to the end, yeah, you got a bunch of fucking treasure chests with gold in it. That was it's so hard. Fun though. It's got like if, to me, it's got like a Diablo three s thing where you get to the end of a dungeon, you kill a treasure goblin, you might get a portal to go to an extra treasure area that you can go check out. Yeah. It kind of has that feeling to me with the RNG element, but. I, I don't know. I think it's cool. It seems kind of fleshed out uh, for something that we just started hearing about recently. Yeah. I don't think it hurts anything. It looks pretty cool to me. Yeah. we've. Uh, I mean, we see the portal here and talking. I don't know why they're talking so much about the fucking portal. Just click the damn thing. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Well, they're, they're showcasing that it stays up for 10 minutes. Oh, oh great. Does we it? needed to see it for all 10 minutes. <laughs> I wouldn't have taken their it. word for it. <laughs> I think it only stays up for eight. They're full of shit. Uh, so There's I, a timer right there. It's counting down. Ten minutes. Shut the fuck up. We, I mean, there was some speculation about you know what exactly uh, the entrance method of the dungeon is going to be, and if it just pops randomly, it does seem that that is the case. And uh, also, you know, I, I think that that's cool. Like ten minutes seems to be a reasonable amount of time where if you're solo or maybe doing one of these maps, that you could, in theory, collect three other people. Yeah. Now, my in question, a hurry. I just had a portal pop. Who wants to go? Exactly. Yeah. My question is if you weren't present for the first treasure chest can other people join in with the portal that's a good question that's seems, a good question is it or is it only flagged for the party members that were yeah, there when I you wonder, like the, the you trust. can watch other people fight you know treasure maps but i wonder like can you see their portal or not 
I feel like can it's just gotta be you've gotta be their portal. No, no, you definitely can't ninja. <laughs> no, I feel, you, can, you just have you to be in the party. If you can't see their portal. Then I wonder if you can actually add people. I have a feeling that you probably can't see their portal. If I had to guess, so but then here, I wonder if you can add someone. Like if, if you if someone if you watch someone kill a chest and you can't see their portal, then they add you to the party. Does it just appear on your screen? I think uh, that would, would make a little bit more sense. There's I no think. sense in having a 10 minute timer if you can't then find people to go into the portal. With yeah, you. exactly. Well, you, you gotta eat your wizard cookies, sit down, <laughs> regen your MP before going in. Sure, 90 seconds. Uh, Zelias in the chat saying that uh, they said that you can pick up more people. So oh, okay. there you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but now we actually see them going through the actual uh, treasure dungeon. Uh, there was a short lead up hallway to uh, this room that has a treasure chest in it. They uh, when they click it, a whole bunch of mobs spawn, and uh, they you know beat, murder uh, them. Obviously, beat the shit out of the Spriggans. Uh, and so you notice that there's a whole bunch of different doors uh, that are in the zone that you can kind of choose to uh, to go to. Now, I, I mean, I kind of have to wonder, like, because uh, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't catch all of the explanation, obviously, and we're still sort of waiting for uh, a, a lot of the uh, the finer bits of uh, information. You know, a lot of times post-interviews will happen for these things, like, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with uh, Famitsu or uh, Dengeki or something like that. And uh, we don't know whether or not choosing a door is part of the game or not. I mean, the, you know, like, can you imagine, like, they said that there's some RNG element to when you get kicked out, but can you imagine like if, if like there's like an element where you if you pick the wrong door, man, you're gone. Just straight. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's is that, what, is that what they're implying. I yeah, think it is. I think that's yeah. what it is. Okay. Like that's, one door takes you further, and the other door but just no, it, stops. If that's the case, that's a one the, in sixty four chance yeah, of that, getting to the last is, is room. It, I think that's what that was right there. They just pressed the thing and like. A door just came down on it. Yeah. Yeah. And said, no. Yeah. See, that is kind of lame. I feel like there should just be really, really tough challenges or little puzzles that you have to do. Oh, okay. See, okay. The first one oh, unlocks. Okay. All right. Yeah. There we go. Uh, they did say that uh, uh, there are also chances where you can open a door and get like a free room or something, though, right? Uh, well, it, it's, it's, it, if you select wrong, it kicks you out. If you select right, it'll allow you to you progress. Go to the next room, yeah. Right. Um, which I, I mean, I think that that's interesting. And I wonder if there's any additional context clues about like w- telling you which door would be the right one right. to select. If you've just got a straight one in 64 chance to get into the end, that kind of sucks. You yeah. know what this is? It's fucking Funga the door challenge. <laughs> I feel like a better way to do it, like, if you choose, quote, the wrong door, then you have to fight, like, an additional wave or something, and then, like, you might run out of time before you get to the end. Yeah. That, I, I mean, I think that if they... That would be cool. Yeah, I think that that would be kind of a cool uh, a cool take on it, that one of the possible penalties is you get booted out, one of the possible... Wait, does their timer say 56 minutes? It does. Yeah. The f- uh, uh, full hour is what you get to, really? to do these. Yeah. Yeah. See. Unless th- you choose wrong in which the boots you out. Yeah. See, if you're going to give a time limit, like I feel like if there's a chance you can just get straight up booted, there's no need for a time limit. If yeah. you're going to put a time limit, getting a negative door should instead take like 15 minutes off your time limit or yeah. something. That'd be a lot. A lot better, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, in this room, we obviously see that there's a big crab uh, hiding behind the gate there. Uh, which, a big crab. <laughs> pinch. A pinch. <laughs> Hit it in its weak spot. Weak spot. Uh, Massive damage. Yep. Yeah. All right, uh, got all the memes. Cr- cr- crab battle. Crab battle. Is this only for purple dungeon? Four purple like dungeon. If you do a, four a map purple. With, four, four purple dungeon. People. Like if you do a map with eight people, can you not go into the? It's the only four people. It's only four. Yeah. 
Oh, that's that high level one eighty four people. No, you sorry, see, sorry for it, people. I'm kicking you out. Yeah, that wouldn't be a problem if you were in our our free company naked, because then you can just gather up a bunch of minions, and when the portal pops, you just kick the four you don't like. You know, I don't. I, that's DPS. so mean. I, you know, I don't. I, I, I feel like we need to rename them minions. Because like there is already minions in the game as a thing. LBR minions. Yeah, no, I. But it's confusing. Oh, instead it, of calling them minions. Calling them minions. Yeah, uh, we, we got to find another name for them. That no, not vassals. That that's not. I feel like that's squires. not squires. That's not degrading <laughs> enough. Uh, uh yeah. Shit pickers. We, we, LBR minions. Stop it, Nika. I'll think of something better. I'll yeah, think we got. We got to. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll let you know by the end of the show what we're calling henchmen. It. I think henchmen. henchmen I like. Good. I like henchmen a little bit better. Um, let's go with that for now. But I still think we can find something a bit more degrading. Uh, I, I, I mean, goons. A goon is pretty overused at this point. Like yeah. A goon yeah. squad. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty overused. <laughs> Call that, them retainers. I like. I like henchmen. <laughs> Hen- retainers. <laughs> retainers. That's, that's the thing funny. is that there are retainers in the game, so it has to yeah. be something that you yeah, won't get confused if you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's peasants. Peasants. Fodder. I like Carlos suggestion. Fodder. That's pretty good. Uh, red shirts. That's always that's that's a pretty good one. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, we we see the uh, battle with the crab here. <laughs> crab. crab battle. battle. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, it looks like pretty standard fare. I mean, none of these enemies look terribly interesting. Uh, I wonder though if you get to the end if it's like if they get bigger and better something huge and scary like a big they said there's a cyclops at the the end of it in the last one yeah I wonder what he looks like uh, uh, like a cy- like probably that? a cyclops I don't know like well wait they actually said but he only has one eye end, so it's it's not like it's random it's like the first one's always the spriggans and the second one's always this crab oh please not <laughs> I was Come hoping, on. like, if you say there's a Cyclops at the end, that sounds like it's always the same. I was hoping that every time you do this, it'd be different. Well, it might always be different, but the final boss might be the Cyclops. That's kind of dumb. A gimme fight. Who dies to Cyclops nowadays? Come on, really? I, 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 yeah, I don't. I just. I, I, I think that it's cool. Like, it'll be a cool thing to do if there's a reason to do it. I but, think all the. I think all the like rare minions and gill and stuff. I think it's a probably going to be a good source of cash. Yeah, but what are these drops though? Like, what what are they getting out of this? Like, it could I, be more I, crafting I, shit. I don't. I know. haven't really recognized crafting. any of the any I of the items. That last one looked like hard sap. Crazy sand, or like. Well, yeah. you know, the thing about this is, is that, you know, the RNG element I think makes it really popular with a lot of the players, and it's something that's easily expandable. Right. Well, wait, we know. Wait a minute. We, yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> wait a minute. Sounds I feel familiar. like we've heard this before. Um, so there are uh, seven rooms in total. Uh, and again, the chat, and we just mentioned the Cyclops, and the seventh room will drop Materia 5. It can spawn. It doesn't always spawn. Uh, there is a Golden Goblin that will flee from you. If you <gasps> defeat it within 30 seconds, you get their gill. And the seventh room reward will always reward players with 100,000 gill each. You see, no. Oh. Now, what else would they, they could have added besides just the time limit taking off thing, going through a door instead of just the straight up ejecting you? Bad door should just inflict status debuffs, you know? Yeah, heavy. 30 seconds heavy makes you lose more time. No, fuck it. 30 fucking heavy. heavy for the rest of the heavy. dungeon. Well, we don't know. I mean, seven battles. We know that there are some <laughs> that we know that there are some penalties associated with uh, deep dungeons. So maybe mm-hmm. they use that mechanic there and they just didn't want to. That no, would be cool. Or something. Door, yeah, I guess and you're literally true. like paralyzed or poisoned for the rest of the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, that would, suck. <laughs> that would well, be it, awesome. If it's not going to kick you out, the penalty needs to absolutely suck. Because if you can get 100,000 gill. 
just for winning, you can't win every time or you're going to see Gil go through the roof. Oh, I, I do like, oh, well, no, I, 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 I think, you no, know. Well, don't think about it. This right, right now you already have, what, like eight maps on you or something? If you get uh, half, half of those. Half of those. So that's uh, 400K Gil for like, what is this, like maybe 30 minutes? But you work? have a one in 64 chance of getting it and that's only a 20% chance of even going in. But that's on top of everything else that you get prior to that. Mm. Well, and it's a 50-50 shot of going in. And you know, like the, the I, I think uh, another important thing to uh, to keep in mind is that you know one of the problems that we identified with dungeons is that it's basically a foregone conclusion that you're going to go in there and win. Now with this, this actually creates a punishment mechanic where if you, I mean, granted, if you choose wrong, you get booted. It is a pretty extreme mechanic, and it mechanic. yeah, it kind of feels it kind of feels shitty. Feels bad, man. It, My only thing with it, it is feels it's not uninspired a, is really what yes, it feels it's like. It's not yeah. an interesting mechanic. And and the thing is, is, you know, like, I I don't know, there's there's just as you guys have pointed out, there's other ways to do that that makes it more interesting. But I think that it does in one way address a problem of like, oh, we're going into a dungeon. We're definitely going to win. You know, yeah. about, the, the idea of go, a foregone foregone conclusion of a victory is uh, how about if you click not the wrong door, thing. whoever clicked the door gets booted. <laughs> the other three get to stay. <laughs> I just Until like you're the down idea. to no one. I, I, I That's mo- actually kind of cool too. I no, I like the idea of really, really <laughs> harsh penalties because it's one thing to say, "Oh, now we got kicked out, right, it's over," and it's another to be like, "Fuck, they fucking gave us heavy. They broke all of our accessories." It is kind of you right, know what the, the rage-inducing stories you would hear from this would be amazing. My weapon broke. You know, it's <laughs> you no know, longer an astrologian. just broke my weapon. It does one damage. You now. know what it does feel like? It does feel like an instant white mechanic. <laughs> that, that, that's essentially what it is. It, that's essentially what it is. And there's no way you, to really get upset over that. It's You're a just full. Done. It's a full failure mechanic. You're done, and you you know like that you can't even avoid. Yeah, can't avoid I think I, I think I, I you know what I think I agree with you guys that I like uh, I like mechanics that do punish the player, but you know you've got to kind of suffer through those punishments. Mm-hmm. This would be the equivalent of being like, all right, let's go do Titan Extreme, but at any moment he's randomly going to landslide in all directions. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, I, I, interesting, uh, I, interesting stuff about uh, the Aquapolis there. Uh, Why is there no water? Yeah, well, I mean, it does seem There's like no it's water it, well, it, it seems like it's down in a sewer. Maybe it's underwater. So maybe maybe this is part of Alexander that's in the water. <laughs> Mute him. That's just the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. All right, yeah. Fine, maybe it's on the Garlean space station. You know what? Makes a little bit more sense than your fucking Alexander bullshit. So uh, we've now uh, seen Fenrir flying. I'm not going to bother showing off the video. because. Oh. Well, how does he fly? Does he get Seriously? He yeah. runs on, he runs I just on run, ice no, that he run, makes. Yeah, he runs on... It's stupid. Oh, on ice. I was going to say, I saw like a picture, but it was on my phone, so I couldn't really make anything oh, out. Oh, that's kind of cool. No, it's not. Um, we've also got confirmation of Raid Finder. Uh, so some details here. They did show it off. Again, I'm not going to bother showing it because most of it is in Japanese anyway, and they explained the uh, most important parts. So uh, it can be used for Savage Alex, uh, and uh, you don't have to uh, talk to an NPC. It's basically kind of like set up like a, a duty finder is. Uh, matching options, duty complete or duty incomplete. I think that this is based on whether or not you have completed it or not. So if you... Yeah, if it's a progression 
bachelor party or yes, a farm party. Right. And I guess, yeah, that's that's a good way to to delineate between the two. And you can't actually check the button until you have completed oh. the task. That makes sense to me. Um, so you can no set it. cheese in that. You can also uh, identify which phase that you're practicing. Now, uh, some people, I think, initially thought, does, does that mean that if you want to specify that you're practicing the middle phase, that it'll skip the first phase for you? No. No, that is not what is happening. Uh, so you you can basically, it's basically for the user, for the other person who's looking to join the party uh, uh, or, or, or to, to flag themselves for the finder, where, where they're at. In their progression right. Don't so, say that Don't say Don't flag up To do the middle phase If you don't know How to clear the first phase Well and and it might be I, I, I If If it works Like how I've Kind of theorized The duty complete Duty incomplete Would work If you haven't even Seen that second phase You can't check it yet That would make sense to me And I think that That would be a good way To do it And definitively keep. Does the server Actually keep track of that though It's kind think, of interesting I don't think it would uh, You know That's a good question That's that's a really good question They, the, I think that they could would uh, if they programmed it into the new fights and Especially that would like what are the certain phases like in terms of Alex Five Savage He's just the, He goes small and big And small and big Like I, I mean We talk about phases Based on which ads spawn But I can't necessarily say It's like phase two Or phase three It's like oh This is the phase Where the chimera spawns and Well I think the, So I it's think hard now to determine we'll, I think, Well I think now We'll actually see Some definitions on that Because the definitions Will be coming from Square Enix themselves Yeah It would require Essie to say You know This is where phase two Actually begins Right uh, okay. f- For uh, party when queuing uh, As uh, DF As duty complete Two tanks Two healers one ranged physical uh, DPS, one ranged magic DPS, one melee DPS, and one other DPS. Ooh, uh, and that's a hard like. It has to be this. Uh, it sounds sounds like it. Yeah, I feel like that could be really. I mean, I guess if you're like looking for a bard, it would make it easier that way. But like. But this you is they're talking. You just need someone. Well, they're talking. They're talking about how the system will be matching you. Right, so you flag this like a duty finder, right? Your solo—it's basically your solo queuing for Alex Savage, and so what it's going—the the layout that you're going to get that it's going to automate is going to be two tanks, two healers, one so, ranged, I mean, one magic, one melee, and one random. So if there are no bards queuing, though, it won't just put in another ranged magic. You'll literally sit there forever. Well, and it and it takes the problem out of queuing and having nothing but monks. You know what I mean? Like that wouldn't be good. As as you have pointed out yourself, Nika, that you need. A pretty well balanced party yeah, to be able do. to take on most of these things, and but so I actually think that this plays to the system's favor. No, I, I agree. But then there are some nights where you're like, "Well, shit, we only have an hour till everyone has to go to bed. Like, anyone would be good at this point. Can you specify, like, literally anyone?" I don't know that you can even queue as a party. That's a question. Really? I don't know that. I, 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 you may only be able to queue solo. <laughs> the whole reason I was excited for this is those nights where, like, our bard has something and they have to stay at work. And so we have seven out of eight and we're just like looking for a bard. I'd like to queue that up in the raid finder and just find that bard. I have yeah, no idea. It never specified. I, yeah, right. they didn't specify and, and yeah. it doesn't like it but, doesn't look like you can specify. But what's on, cool about this is it is a start and it's easily expandable. The chat God. says that you can queue <laughs> but the party. It, doesn't oh, you have, can, it says you can. It okay. doesn't have any RNG elements. <laughs> Well, maybe we should get in some RNG elements. Maybe sometimes, Look, just randomly, you'll get a bonus ninth player. <laughs> <laughs> That's hitting the jackpot. But it's a machinist. Oh. <laughs> it's girl. <laughs> That's like getting jackpot. It's just a jackpot bar. 
Um, no, but I think the idea, obviously you don't want to get like four monks, like you said, right? Or like four range. So obviously I think that they should do like the, you know, one tank, two healers, blah, 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 blah. But it should just be like two range, two melees instead of just like no duplicates whatsoever. Because, yeah, like Nika said, you don't want to sit there and fucking just wait forever because I, I that one bard isn't queuing. You know what? I just want to I just want to address the chat who are shitting on us because, oh, they only skimmed this. They, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves, man. Go listen to another goddamn Final Fantasy 14 show and jerk off to them. I don't give a Damn. fuck. Wait, they're calling what, us seven out hours for ago? not reading it? I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not like that this happened last night or anything. You know, fuck, go fuck yourselves. I don't give a shit. If this is good enough for you or not, <laughs> jerk off to another I don't. Podcast. I don't get like honestly. If you if you want to if you want to sit here in the chat and uh, and shit on the show, fine, go ahead. But you, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. So oh, sorry, sir, <laughs> you are going all Bilboey. <laughs> I know the, the official translation on the forums only says so much, and the fact that this literally happened like seven hours ago. Seriously, is, God damn, <laughs> guys! You don't need to do so much before. This oh is no, old news! I I I give money to the show. Actually, you fucking don't. I know. Like we, we know who you we, are. We know who gives. Yeah, like shut the fuck up, man. God damn, dude. Uh, so uh, yeah, um, they're all saying they beat it before the show. They came prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Oh God, you're such an asshole. If uh, you had the foresight for that then you can continue to complain you have my permission <laughs> the uh same jobs will not be matched together only when queuing for duty complete same jobs will be matched uh if in uh practice or in full party so uh let's talk about Frontline's field of glory or can we not talk about it chat room are we not allowed to I think they want us to talk about this stuff, but they, we want like 100% clarity. Is what they? Oh saying. no! They, yeah, they want 100% no. accuracy. What? Like, like we we were supposed to be up at four o'clock, watch all of this, and then just pick apart everything from then till the show started. Here's what I've decided from now on for the rest of this episode. As we're talking about things, I'm going to start saying stuff that I know isn't true. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, fuckers. <laughs> So uh, we did get a, uh, a a pretty interesting graphic preview uh, and walk through. It's of, graphic? Is there like gore and stuff? No, it's just it's a video. Oh, it's a video. A, a graphic video, though. It has graphics. If that's what you mean. Frontlines is extremely gory. Good luck. Parental discretion is advised. Yes. As online content is not rated. Uh, also, 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 all of these little sons of bitches in the chat that want to try to shit on us. Why don't you call the show and try to shit on us instead of just, you know, typing it into a chat room? Well, clearly they've read it already, so I don't even know why they're here. Call, yeah, call and correct us. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is... Call and correct us. Why, why, why the fuck are you here if you have already read? If you know better than us, why? What the fuck are you doing? Um, to correct us. Getting obviously, it's it's that it's that whole nerd thing of like, oh, well, I know more. Than you. you didn't do your research, and so I'm going to correct you. It's like, it's the whole backseat gaming. This is the podcast equivalent of backseat gaming. You stupid motherfucker! They're sitting there yelling, "Why do these people get their own show? I know more than them. I should have my own show." Go make your own show, dumb shit! I don't have people giving me money to make my own show. They okay, guys. Make, of glory. make no 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 make 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 something that's worth giving money to. Is he seriously giving a speech right now? So all right, <laughs> no, who, who's the guy shitting on us? I'm not even paying attention. Pmac, Pmac, oh, some Ting Wong as well. Oh, and something. But he says Wong. he likes to shit on us. Well, well, fuck. And, no, he says I don't we're here because we like to shit on you, 
and we like the show. Oh, well, that's nice. Go oh, fuck anyway, yourself. I'm enjoying these graphics and these circular um, portal-looking things. Uh, well, is that the fucking Stargate? What's in- yes, that's the Stargate. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's interesting about this is this is um, this is Corthus. We see some uh, some very uh, distinctly Corthian um, uh, architecture, and then it's not covered in snow. That's only like there's only bits of snow. What's well, because Shiva's dying? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think. This is around these little portal things is radiating heat, so it is uh, melted. Oh, that's snow. possible too. That yeah, yeah, yeah. You might science. Wait, nope. That one. That Look, one. that one. There, it isn't. So no, you're wrong, Nika. That uh, one has snow around it. Ha ha, woman. I tried. It ju- it does. I mean, it brings it. it, it I liked Woody's uh, headcanon for this, and because it's called Fields of Glory, that it happens around Camp Glory, mm-hmm. which is uh, uh, Glory. it was. Uh, I want a PVP with you. It, it, uh, that was uh, an east a uh, point in eastern oh, Corthus. Oh, I see. You're continuing the lyrics. Yeah. I gotcha. Woody made it funny. You done? Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys want to go? You guys want to go out the studio and jerk each other off? Because I well, mean, look, I haven't read it. So what else am I supposed to talk about? <laughs> so uh, it, I, I I have to wonder where exactly in Corthus this is taking place. And again, I like the suggestion that uh, Camp Glory may be. Uh, Maybe where it is because does that look like any old zone from 1.0 that you're familiar with? Well, what's interesting? What's interesting here? I mean, if you if you look at the map that we're provided, it does look a little bit like an island, but it's not. We do have um, some land connections over here uh, where uh, you know the the Gridania people will spawn in. There's a big land connection over here near the Maelstrom, and another one down here towards the south. So yeah. this is a landmass somewhere, but you know I don't. In now, terms of on, like though. recognizing, it's, probably, it's the, hard to say about 1.0 areas because a lot of 1.0 was just reskinned, copied over and over mm-hmm. and over again, and that was people's complaints that they've changed for 2.0. So I feel like even if this yeah, was a redo of a 1.0 zone, it'd be hard to tell. You know what we we've gone over this in the past that they are very meticulous. Uh, the, the the dev team is the, they they're very very meticulous about making sure that places sort of even mostly line up. There's a couple there's there have been a couple of edits that they've made. I was gonna yeah, say okay, what happened to like the Southern Quarthus or whatever? Well, well hold on because I think it would be really interesting is if the starting points, if this was a place, you know, in, in the world, if the starting points directly corresponded to where your army would be marching from the place, you know, where you came from. But with the way that uh, Seal Rock went, you randomly spawned at one of three places. You don't think that they would have repeated that in, in here? Because I think, personally, that was one of the cool things and the balanced things about Seal Rock, because a lot of people, as dumb as they fucking were, complained <laughs> that in the old um, Frontlines battle, that certain people, based on where they spawned, had a disadvantage, even though it was all the fucking same. Um, well, I mean, I, I don't, I, if they, if they put the flags on the map like that, that tells me that it's something that's kind of permanent. No, no, they can change where the flags are. Yeah, yeah, they did that in, in oh, Steel did they? Rock. Yeah, okay. yeah, you open up the map, your flag is where you started. I don't know. I mean, it's anyone's guess then. Hmm. I prefer random starting areas, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Even if it makes more lore sense to start from one place, who gives a fuck? It's PvP, bro. Do you even? Well, and that's the thing is that, I mean, because it's PvP, I kind of, you know, I think people just sort of write it off a little bit. But I've always liked that the PvP still fits into the lore. Yes. Like, don't just make, it's not just PvP to PvP. For PvP. Like, it sake, actually yeah. makes sense in the lore. Mm-hmm. That's the always been really cool. about this. I agree. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, finding I, anything therein? I see you're looking over some old maps. Yeah, I'm looking over the old Corthus uh, uh, Eastern Lowlands map Maybe here. Maybe we've dug out where Corthus was buried, and this that's where this is. Well, uh, not us. I, I mean, we like hired Rogadins because that's all they're good for. But somebody did. Shut up. <laughs> well, to be fair, they're not even good at that. All right. So here's here's the uh, Cor- the old 1.0 Corthus Eastern Lowlands map. Uh, we see here Griffin Crossing. That's where uh, we had the confrontation with uh, Greg. Can you? point out to us where Camp Glory is specifically? Camp Glory is right here. It's right, oh, dead, like right in, dead the in the center. And if Camp you glory hole. if you compare that to what we see here, I... It's not far off. Mm, I don't know. I don't see... I'm not seeing... I'm not really... I'm not seeing many similarities between the two. could have really messed up that area. I suppose... It's possible. It's possible. But, you know, to me, like, this side of the map here... That seems to be some sort of like cut off, right? Like that seems to be uh, something that's a little bit more identifiable. So unless, I mean, I guess depending what what is all all out if here, if it's like waterfront or yeah, not, yeah, if that's if that's coast because it could be a coastline. If that's just the end of the map and there's more land that exists beyond that, maybe at a lower elevation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that that's that's all speculation. But in terms of like trying to match. Uh, you know, match this part of a coast up to uh, the 1.0. There's not, I'm no, not seeing anything. No, it could be a coastline. I mean, I could definitely see that fitting in there, but there's no identifying marks that say for certain if it is or isn't. Um, you know, it could be. I mean, it could be just the general area of Camp Glory. We've got True. we've got Miller's Field down here to the to the south. That which it, Miller, which it could fit into. It's actually. sort of yeah. It's actually. You know, we've got this little this little part that jets out. That would be all coastline there. I think that but like that's probably the the calamity could have easily smashed part of that off into the water, and that's why you have like that little sort of step down there in the corner of it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Inter- yeah that kind of looks like that. Part. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm wondering if it might be if it might be Miller's Field. That seems like a much more likely candidate than where the Aetherite was for Camp Glory. Yeah, the only thing that throws it off is the bodies of... They might not be bodies of water, but on the uh, actual map... For the uh, those are not bodies of water. Those those holes are um, uh, like a lot of times that was like a hill on, or like the, a rock on the PVP map too. Oh, on the PVP map, uh, that I'm not sure okay. of. I'm not totally sure of. But you're right that that doesn't totally line up. But it's not going it, to. It, I mean, right, true. It does look like there's other elevations to the side, and like yes. in one of those, the hole at the northeast right. part, it kind of looks like there's another elevation there. Right. So. We'll 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 keep the uh, the video going and get the 1.0 map off the screen. But yeah, I, I mean, you know, and then you've got these these crystals that sort of look a, a little bit eighth like raw aetherite you know what i mean like they look like uh, uh um you know an aetherite crystal because i mean it's got rotating shards around it like aetherite crystals do but they just don't have any of the uh the the charlayan uh uh apparatuses on it uh i love how someone's like you know what this map centric episode's gonna be great on the podcast and someone's like no you know what screw you the map centric episodes are awesome Uh, so I, I just, you know, like, oh, here we go. We get a nice big, uh, a, a nice big, uh, uh, you know, back, panoramic yeah, shot. Panoramic right, shot so probably not zone right here. Yeah. Um, and it does, I mean, I'm not seeing any coast, although I guess it could be more towards where we're not seeing. Uh, we've got a, we've got some, oh, ri- some we got a river. That's a river. Um, 
I mean, it's more of a stream, I'd say. No, and you've it's, got it's you've got frozen. this you've got this fucked up uh, you've got this fucked up like fort over here too, the ruins of a fort, and I have to wonder if that's going to correspond to anything. But I just, I mean, it's it's cool that it is going to be Corthin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that this is based in uh, in Corthus because I I mean I was getting a little bit tired of you know zones in heaven's word that weren't tied to Corthus at yeah, all. I, you know Corthus what? is one of the the best zones um you know seeing this, this zone seen. like this I want to give some praise to Square Enix cuz a lot of times where you know I'll I'll you know say like oh well in wow they did this and to their credit that was pretty good why can't they blah 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 when it comes to designing PVP zones what Square Enix has given us is actually pretty fucking cool and does tell a lot more of a story than any PVP zones in any of the other MMOs that I've played you know I mean yeah. a lot of the ones in World of Warcraft for example are really uninspired you know they're basically set up just to be used for a PvP matchup, and uh, these things are really nice. These are really cool to look at. Yeah, um, and uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's a nice big map again. Uh, you know, like the uh, Seal Rock map was. Yep. Um, but again, a lot of I places mean, to hide stealthed. See, like <laughs> I I felt like Seal Rock was like such a better legend than when it was an actual place that we could go because, like, once it became a place, it's sort of like, oh, we're never going to get any lore related any to. Lore. Uh, Seal Rock or Swallowtail Rome ever again mm-hmm. And I think that that it May you know like in some ways Once we concretely Get it it does close the lore book In some ways and especially being Attached to PvP you know like There isn't much chance for Expansion or you know to, to Expand on that song um, really quick just To answer someone's question in the in the chat uh, Rugal 144 is a bit concerned it'll be GC restricted it will be Front lines is all yes. in, in relation to the grand company. So yep. anything that's front lines will be grand company restricted. Yeah, all of those people who, uh, you know, have bomb ass, uh, you know, feast parties and stuff like that, you're, you're going to be, you might be queuing against those people unless you, you know, all chose the same. The correct free company of the flames. Uh, so uh, there's, they, they showed off some flower pots. <laughs> Woo! I want. Is that, an does anyone care? Does I want anyone an aquarium care? for my fucking house. There have got to be some FF11 veterans actually, like, who are seeing flower fish? pots and just having nightmare flashbacks yeah, of having to log in every pots. day to take care no, of your flowers. Well, but they said this way you can have personal like little gardening and not have to do like the whole free company gardening. They said that it was more personal. Yeah, we, we knew that was coming, right? Like they've talked yeah, about that they for they a bit. Yeah, they it before that it was personal like in your room gardening. Right, yeah. Who cares? I have people who can do my personal gardening for me. But now if the flowers are uh, EX... Yeah, and it also depends on what free company you're in and them. who does the gardening and if they want I'm to do I'm not talking about other people's free company. I'm talking about my free company where our lackeys do what they're supposed to do. Flowers can be picked and crafted to use as glamour in your hair. How do, how do we like lackeys, what? guys? Or flunkies? I like henchmen. <laughs> I, I, I henchmen think, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still leaning towards henchmen. Henchmen? Okay. Henchmen. All right. Um, so uh, it, it, we've got some... Uh, we've also got some crafting and gathering changes. Somebody want to read this off? Not really. <laughs> All right. Well, Scalia. somebody, somebody fucking Thank has you. to. Okay. Thank you for volunteering. All right. <clears throat> so we're going to have uh, shared gear for crafting classes. Uh, patch 3.4 is going to include uh, gear that can be crafted and melded with materia or gear exchanged with red scripts. Uh, are going to be set with high stats. Uh, new tools, belts, and accessories are going to be coming in 3.3, uh, making adjustments to obtain blue scripts. We'll have increased gathering spots, because apparently people didn't have enough. Increasing scripts earned when turning in items, and we'll be boosting experience points. 
I don't do crafting or gathering, so. None of us do. No. I do a little. Is that exciting for you, Nico? Any of that? Not not really. Okay. Guess how I'm going to level all my crafting jobs. Because scripts are honestly really, really annoying to get. So I just, I just stopped. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think that they really kind of misstepped with the whole script thing. Yeah, there's a whole rotation and shit. It's fucking dumb. Yeah, fuck that. Crafting rotation, oh, yes. God, fuck that. No, do, there we, really do we is. have crafting dummies so that we don't have to waste shit trying to perfect our <laughs> rotation? No, there really uh, are no? crafting crafting rotations for things. Like, if you don't use the right skills, you're going to run out of CP real fast. Yeah, yeah. crafting, it has its own... I'm talking about the gathering the scripts has its own fucking rotation. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck all that. that. It, it was bad. I stopped after, like, one time. Oh. That's, that's, that's like, uh, you know, I, uh, that's shit that I did to like, like when I was bored, I don't want to actually have to like play. I was going to say, do you guys remember at the beginning of Heaven's Ward when SE made steps so that crafting would become more accessible to people? Ah, I yeah. never wanted to not do it so much in my life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So no, they made it way worse. Garbage. Sure. You want this too? No. Fucking even Mithri says don't do scripts. Jeez. Well, no. Yeah. Really Mithri, Mithri would know. Mithri would know too. Mm. Um, so uh, we also got uh, shown some, a couple of pieces of uh, upcoming clamor. Uh, now, obviously, we saw the pig costume yes. that was right there at yeah, the start. We can dab, I'm sweet. so get, like honestly, I'm so getting sick of the the cutesy bullshit between yokai watch or whatever the fucking pig this thing is, is. from Final is fantasy it? tactics though i don't care is it? yeah i don't it's a fucking pig give us fucking cool glamours it's an Erebo. okay they do the cool glamours are from the veteran awards where they give us like zadons and syrians <sighs> no cool. no come on i'm so that's even I, I think that in a lot of ways that that's even worse that that mm. just it, it encourages like like if they're diable so you can make them a little bit more original mix and I match guess, them with yeah. stuff that's fine but when they're not like the wild rose shit, I'm never gonna wear that. Right. And, and clouds I, was diable. I. Yeah. It just. It. Which is even worse. Why are some of them diable and some aren't? One of the best aspects of uh, you know, of an MMO is feeling like you are sharing a world with a whole bunch of other people and. I don't know, like when when you get cued into a dungeon with a dude that you know, like the seventh dude that day that looks like fucking Cloud, it just it gets fucking boring. Like I, I don't know, I, I and I and I just feel like it just plays to the nostalgia. Though I, I have to say that I like that Nath armor. The the beast, uh, uh, the beastman armor is gonna actually be really cool. Yeah, and I hope that none of this is tied to specific jobs. Hmm. I would be happy if the ninja, if that Nath armor was tied to ninja only. <laughs> I think it's probably just I'll tied to you your would. rank in the beastman. Yeah, hopefully. yeah, I would think so. I, I mean, honestly, I think crafters are gonna have to craft that shit. Motherfucker! I, I, I just want to, I, I want to see how the the pieces pair with you know with some other stuff. Like, I, I I'm kind of excited about the glamour potential there. No, that's uh, the Nath armor is actually the the new crafting gear. <laughs> Uh, oh, so, so, so now we're in for we're, you, Nero. Now we're into the Makai gear. This is uh, you, uh, you like the Nath armor, right? Yeah. Would you consider replacing your Odin helm for the hat? Maybe it depends. I don't know. I, I'd have to because it, it, it is your Dark Knight. No, it's on a full. I mean, it is a full face mask. So, oh, is it? Yeah, so it, it still hides your face. Yeah. Or lack thereof. Uh, well, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I don't know. I think it. I think it could be cool. Um, and we uh, again. We, uh, <laughs> that looks dumb. The arms you don't, are cool. You don't like you don't like the you don't like the ninja gear there. It's not ninja gear. I think it is. I think those were daggers on his on his belt, bro. 
There's Wait, the tank. There's the tank. Oh, gear. is this supposed to be like the new whatever the next tomes are gear? You no, think? no. This is from the new Void. Oh, stuff. the new. Re- oh, okay. So I mean, in in your guys' opinion, some all gear. I think they straight up said that this is Void Arc. Void Arc. Yeah. That this is that the new Makai set. Here just looks like a paladin's wearing a tabard. I'm so I'm not. I like it. Though. I like that. I'm not. That tank piece. I'm not really a fan like of the tank piece, Iron although I think it, be, it does look like the Ironworks. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. But Thank I love you. the Ironworks cool set. Cool if you can dye it, but I doubt you can. I doubt you can either. <laughs> is this is this the apology for the tanks Ironworks set? It's like okay, here's your real Ironworks set, <laughs> tanks. Sorry about the bucket. <laughs> 120 oh, the bucket. eye levels later, you finally get that made up to you. <laughs> no, I hope that that's I hope that that's the helmet. I hope we see bucket 2.0. That would be awesome. It's just less textures. Uh, just a literal a iron man. bucket. Yeah, exactly. Yes, like Iron Tarkus. Uh, Shit, yeah! The, dude, like, seriously, though, I do think that the gear design is a step in the right direction from the last Void Arc, though. Yeah. Just, it's, it's not different. It's not all patently terrible. Like, the, the, the ninja stuff, I can understand why you guys may not like it, but I thought that was okay. Tank stuff I'm not in love with, but I can understand, like, if... You were going for a paladiny vibe. Yeah, that is that's what way it is. more paladiny. Yeah, so I, I do think that in general it's a step in the right direction. But it's I'm still very underwhelmed by all of the gear attached to Void Arc. Yes. Yeah. So I, and and that to me that is kind of a, a bummer. That tank set is the first piece I've objectively just said I like that piece. Okay, you all know right. what I liked, but also I mean I feel like as many as much as people dislike the circus tower armor, it was actually the armor from the bosses. So I thought that that was kind of cool because it actually like tied into yes. the yeah. event itself. As, as silly as it was, it was the armor from the bosses. Like this stuff just feels like I want to be a moody teenager and emo. My biggest problem with armor is I feel like a lot of the stuff that we've seen through Void Arc, even through Heaven's War, like you could take any of it and that could just be armor from anywhere. It's very uninspired and nothing really screams out anything at exactly. me like what original like AF or Relic did, yes. you know? Like I feel it's like just trying to be dark. Yeah, I mean even when you even when you look at uh, our current lore stuff which is all inspired after the primals, I still feel like you should look at a ninja and be like that's a fucking ninja, you know? Right. Well, that's a fucking dark knight. Except the problem is that that's all stuff for roles like I know all the tanks yeah. have to share that gear so they have to make one that just looks tanky which except, is and that's the problem is that you have a light tank, tank and a dark tank yeah I mean they do it with certain tome gears though I mean like for whatever reason they decided not to for these tomes for lore tomes but the ESO tomes they were job specific yeah no I think that they yeah if they wanted to well but they had to do that though so that Dark Knight and Machinist and Astrologian could get Something Aesthetic. something that they could call, you know, job specific Their or own. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, uh artifact or whatever. Something that definitively defines the job. They had to find a step for that somewhere. And remember, we even had to wait for that, which is dumb. Yeah. Um so, you know, while I while I understand that, I, I don't know. I just I I guess I'd like to see uh you know, to to see like I don't know, like yeah, more interesting armor designs that break the mold because i feel like a lot of stuff is very paladin focused mm-hmm. um and you know in terms of like if you wanted to make graphically a dark knight that there are kind of limited options that you have uh but that's i i again i'm speaking from a very vi- biased place there and if you don't want your characters to look all emo fucking that's 
my suggestion is not the way you want to go. Uh, there's a bunch of planned uh, UI changes. There's uh, going to be a recommended gear button. Uh, there's going to be a HUD save function that can save up to four HUDs and can be macroed. I think that's, that that's so pretty, cool. I think that that's pretty fucking cool. That's, that's good. Yeah, especially for healing, because I know yeah. for healing, I like to have the party chat for more closer to the center or the party like list. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. It's so much easier to be able to just swap HUDs and not have yeah. to deal with. I can yeah. see also using it like like we talked about earlier when you're changing phases in a in a boss fight, mm-hmm. you might swap your HUD out. Yeah, I based mean, based on what you need, I I think that that's I I, I like the fact that it's macroable. I think is very cool. Good foresight on their part. Yeah, for once. Uh, so the draw quality option for PS4 uh, is going to be added, um, and I think that that's probably in conjunction with the uh, PS4.5 and the up to graphical capacity that can come with that. Um, and I, I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe they've just tuned the thing a little bit better. Uh, but uh, I've never really noticed. I thought I always thought the draw distance was uh, pretty decent for the PS4. Uh, partial match added to the market board search. Oh my thank god! Thank you. Uh, you can search for part of the name instead of searching from the beginning of the word of the item. This is huge. Except, yeah. except I've been conditioned just to do grade five G for whenever I need glamour crystals. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I do that too. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I, I can't change now. I, I am set in my ways. I sort of feel like this is like a a crazy uh, quality of life change to be adding this late. Yeah, it does seem weird to come now, but it'll be nice to be like. I guess feel like doing stuff with your mog house. You'd be like, oh, chandelier. I, I want a chandelier. I don't know. You don't have to know, not need to know the exact name of what you want, and just being able to like use that to browse different items. I, I should be able to spell a word wrong, and it knows what I am looking for. Because I mean, do do we really know how to spell Mandragora all the time? M A N. That was that was rhetorical. It was rhetorical. A rhetorical. And then you hit enter. No, you should type Mandy. You should be able to type Mandy and get Mandragora. that's just dumb. That's not how searching works, Nika. New mention. It does. It does on the internet. If you type Mandy FF11, yeah, it needs, it needs to be at least as as because uh, common to, core English. Everyone, I go to goddamn <laughs> Google to correct my spelling. I should be able to go to the market board to get a, uh, a, a you know figure out what, how it's spelled. Uh, so uh, there's going to be new mentor icons added. Uh, one for PVE, trade, and PVP. Oh, uh, might be cool. mentors. Well, I mean, Joe Never Fails has got to have something. It's just, it's just his. He's the only one. <laughs> that would be so just set his aside icon. for him. It's got a big JNF for the icon. There you go. Uh, I, I mean, that's. I guess that's kind of cool. Although I have to wonder how exactly you're going to be able to flag it. So I, mean, I assume you may probably have to have done and also have won a certain amount of PVPs and participated in so many. Like probably gotten to a certain rank in PVP. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the trade one is going to probably be the, like, the most busy because anyone who wants to do that is going to like seek out anyone with trade. Right. I'm definitely going to wear the crafter gatherer one and never craft or gather. You have to have done 5,000 collectibles to have it. What? Wow. Oh, fuck I've done you. like 30. <laughs> You're just making shit up. He's lying, you guys. Don't believe him. No, he read that somewhere. I'm sure of it. But, you know, it's probably going to be something high like that, though. 
Uh, so uh, PvP preset actions, gear sets for PvP actions. Uh, the game checks for uh, cheats every time you change uh, action set, thus a loading bar. Uh, so I, I, I'm not sure if this is something that they're going to address. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't actually even know. I just read those words off the page. I have no <laughs> idea what that means. Does anyone? Uh, and the new preset like feature will store PvP actions set on the job. This is similar to the gear set feature where you can store up to five sets. However, unlike the gear set, the feature present will require some time to switch action sets. Oh, okay. This Got is to, uh, done to avoid exploits. I see. Well, that, guy, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's cool. Uh, order of jobs can be uh, customized in a party list. That's good. Um, I'm sure healers will uh, will be uh, big on that. Uh, I thought that was already a thing in the settings. You can just you could click if you wanted to be tanks versus healers first or that was like no. already in the thing now you can I sort it that. however you want you can like put a dps a healer a dps uh, and a tank if you want can't whatever. you just go to your party list and move people around it's no. there so no. we can always put skiro at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> last to get healed uh oh speaking of which i need to remove him from the link shell to make sure he's at the bottom it's been a while uh so the uh there's going to be adjustments to the idle camera but not what I was really not hoping. good ones. Uh, so it's going to be uh, it, you can engage it now when you're engaged in battle. Uh, <laughs> what? I'm really not sure why. So people are going to be able to go AFK in battle and get sweet pictures. Get caught up in what they missed while they were gone. Wait, no. Okay, I'm, just, I'm still going back to that. I know you could move people around because in T13, I would always put Surin directly under me so I could cover him really quickly. I know that's a thing. You could totally do that. Was Surin your tank? No, he's a monk. And I was a tank, and I would I would put him right under me because I would have to cover him when he would do the little um, things Bahamut would shoot and leave the puddles on the ground, and I would put him right under me so I could cover him quickly. I know you can do that. Hmm. I think you're making this up, Nika. Maybe he's totally just taking not. credit for things they've already I done. I remember screaming at Surin, like, oh shit, I'm sorry, I forgot to move you, so I, I missed my cover and I covered the other tank by accident. Like, I remember saying that. So I know you can do it. Mm. I don't know. I think it's a light patch, and SE's trying to take credit for things um, they've already done. I'm not inclined to believe you because everyone in this room isn't believing you, and you're a woman, so <laughs> you're known to make no, things up. I know. I used to have, like, when you enter a zone, it auto sorts. And then I remember telling Siren, I have to put, every time we enter a zone, I have to put him underneath me so that I could cover him. And then I, there were some times where I would mistakenly forget to move him and I would cover the other tank by accident. Okay, I mean, are you sure? I'll this, figure it out. I will figure it out. Are you sure this isn't like some kind of like weird ERP thing where you have to put certain under you so you can cover him? See, but, okay, T-Mac is saying there's an arrow on the party bar that lets you move party members up and down. You can do that. Okay. Well, then, Way to go, SC. Okay. Huh. All right. I, why are we spending 10 fucking minutes Sorry, on this? Sorry, I just, it was bothering me because I knew I was right. Well, uh, it's bothering Nika, so let's talk about it. Okay, keep going. I was going to talk about the idle camera, but I feel like that that's just kind of gone. Can okay. we go back to the party list? I really like that discussion. <laughs> sure. What do you want to talk about? Well, I don't know. I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> but <laughs> what do you got? But maybe Nika wants to say something. <laughs> So what were you hoping for though with the with the idle cam? Well, the the idle cam, I I want to be able to designate where the idle cam shouldn't go. For example, oh. you know, like in our house, there's like you know, if you could, uh, it, it somehow tell it to like just not just turning furniture off, only focus on people would be more than enough. Yeah, that would be a good start. The that living would be a things good start. idle cam. I mean, because, like, I, I, we have the most pervy idle cam in <laughs> Eorzea. I swear to God. It's just, it's oh my like... God. You know, I just realized how we could bring back fapping the realm. 
during our shows, they need to take a screenshot of the most pervious picture they oh, can. Oh, I like that. I like and that. And then hashtag us uh, on Twitter with it. With, with fapping the wrong. Yeah. Hashtag panty shot cam. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, look, Juxta, you need to stop <laughs> installing the cameras in all of the tables. Like, it's Why? just... Well, because I gave you I gave you the cameras to install around the studio, but like they didn't we need to go inside of all of the, the table legs. Okay, well, we have plenty of cameras, and I got everywhere around the room, so... And technically, know. underneath the tables is still around it's, the studio. Yeah, it's still around. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's like seven of them in the shower room. <laughs> you it get keeps all the going angles, back man. there. I mean, I, just like, even if there was an item that you could place in your house, that it would know to like, within a certain radius, not to, you know, focus the idle cam on anything well, in there. Well, if they're gonna do that, then they better add more fucking inventory <laughs> slots for furniture, because I don't want to waste them on fucking, hey, iCam, don't go here. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, so uh, we also got, uh, uh, I guess, group pose. Uh, friends, free company, Ivory Chapel uh, states, uh, increased camera tilt, I guess. Uh, and then new auto-translate <laughs> options for battle strategies, um, which I feel like is not going to get used a whole lot because, you know, we've got, regi- we've got regional yeah, region servers. servers. Yeah. I I, I, I I don't think I've ever used the translate in this game at not all. Not even once. And and I was actually thinking about that because in FF11, remember how many great oh. jokes and memes and <laughs> yeah. shit came out of auto translate? And the yes. only one I use in this one is uh, I seem to have misplaced my keyboard. That That's one's the best funny. one. Uh, what's uh, um. We're chewing the fat. That was the only one yeah, that, that I... Fat. Yeah. Oh, we don't use that. Like, no, use we that don't. Uh, but, I mean, like, it would be nice if there was a reason to use them. I mean, I understand why you go with region servers, but it's just like, man... Mithra Paladin looking for sandworm. It really is just like a, uh, like a, a, a foregone uh, function of this. Like... <laughs> Mithra fun hole. Fun hole. Like, really, the only classic. the only people who even use it as like they only ever use it as a joke, and when they do, it's because they were FF11 players. Right. Like anyone who came to this game from FF, bring, you know, just bring just back original. the meme, Square Enix. That's weird. Place gun inside trousers. Pull back trigger. Goodbye, left ball. <laughs> That's my favorite. Uh, so uh, we got some uh, details on uh, the next leg of the Anima Quest. The item grind to feed weapon to increase the stats uh, per item. It's plus three items may have plus four or plus five. What does that mean? Uh, like when you use it, there's a chance like the baseline is three, but sometimes you might get lucky and it'll give four or five instead. Uh, and the cap is for each parameter is 120. Apparently the max stat total is 228, about uh, 76 items. Uh, the new weapon will be equivalent to the same eye level weapon with three grade five materia. This is an interesting. That's that's quite a bit. So it's like putting three grade fives on your weapon, and I'm sure there will still be uh, sockets. No, no, we don't because we don't have sockets on our relic yet, do we? Uh, no, there's no sockets on the relic. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, like I, I don't know, man. This kind of like does this mean that we're not getting an eye level bump? That, what what no. did it say our item level No, was? it just says that the new weapon's going to be equivalent to other weapons of the same eye level. Okay. However, I thought, I thought they were, like I thought they were implying factor. that it's the same eye level that we have no, now. No, 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 no. no I think it means the eye, the weapon of the same eye level, it will be the equivalent, except the crafted one or whatever needs to have three grade five material to be as good as this one. Oh, oh. okay. That's not the way that I read it. I read that as it is right now, a two, it's a 230 or 240 right now. 240 no yeah 240 it's 240 all right i thought it was saying that it will be the equivalent to a 240 
with that's what I three thought. grade fives, but we'll probably still get a bump. But actually, I think Nika's makes more sense. It'll be the same. So if it bumps it to let's say two fifty, right? Yeah, it'll be the equivalent of other two fifties if they had three grade five materials. So, so where is this going to put? Animal weapons in the scale of you know like savage might. Oh, yeah, savage. Maybe and, it's only two thirty. Yeah, it's only two thirty now. It's going to go to two forty. Right? I think they could put it at two forty or hell, they could even put it at two forty five. Because here's the thing, it's still going to take a fucking shit, a long shitty ass time to get to that item level. So it's not like when it releases suddenly. Oh, now the savage weapons are invalid. Well, we've still got another leg of Savage to go. We do, and then after that, they'll be pulling out, uh, pulling the uh, the item level to be square with that. Or mm-hmm. I, actually, I think that they said that they're going to make the uh, the raid weapons outclass it by five eye levels, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I feel like so you could, that should be normal. You could put it at two forty five, and then the next patch would introduce the next Savage weapons, which would be like what two fifty five, two sixty five, maybe. Hmm. What it. The savage weapons right now are 240 or 245. Right? 245. So the next the next run of of savage would be probably what 265. That I yeah, that would make sense. I mean, yeah. you've got to you, there's got to be an eye level push in the next patch, so It'll Did probably it be 240. Well, 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 keep in mind that we're going to be taking our gear from 230 to 240 because now with uh, the next leg of Void Arc, it's going to be, you know, unlocking your gear time. Uh, so that's, you know, like we're going to be pushing our eye level in that respect, or at least the casuals will be. Uh, and then with 3.4, we should get our next eye level push. Yeah, it'll probably be the savage or uh, savage weapons. The, uh, the lore weapon will probably go to 240. We're also going to be able to upgrade our lore gear. So the lore weapon, they say, look, the relic weapon will probably go to 240. Then we'll get whatever item it is to upgrade the lore weapon to 240 as well. Right. Um, and then when the you don't think that we're just going to get a whole new uh, lore weapon, like a, a whole new tome weapon with the next patch? The next patch, yes. I'm talking about this one right now. Oh, okay. We'll be we'll be able to upgrade all of our crap, right? To 240 as right. well. So we'll have the lore and relic at 240. You'll have the savage weapon at 245. Then when 3.4 comes out, probably 265 for the new savage weapon. We'll be able to upgrade the relic to 250. We'll get a new tome weapon at 250, and then right. near the end of the patch again, upgrade again. To, so the lore, the the tome weapon and the relic weapon are probably going to stay on an even footing. Well, uh, uh, with with the uh, raid weapon edging out by five eye yes. levels, and uh, hopefully so keep, at like the mind, end of though, the expansion, the relic edges out. Yeah, both of that's them. what happened at the end of the last one. But with the very very last leg of the relic, it. The stats were just way higher than an equivalent eye level weapon. Mm-hmm. They just were. They were just better. So, so I'm assuming that. See, we'll I don't. Do I don't tension. mind the relic being the same item level as the tome weapon, so long as the work you put into it edges it out stat wise. Because then that does still give you a little bit of a benefit of having done the relic weapon. Well, yeah, because that's that's always kind of the the benefit. Yeah, is is being to uh, being able to allocate the the stats that are on there. Um, you know, the customization aspect right. is a, is a pretty big deal. And I, you know, because I, I saw a lot of uh, I was watching you know the chat before the show started and and looking at a lot of the reactions and a lot of the negative reactions surrounding this next step of the anima and trying to kind of wrap my head around like why people were so dissatisfied with it because uh, it to me it does make sense i think that there should i, I mean i th- i still think that there's still 
should have been two steps or even a longer grind in the last anima step that we got. And we don't know whether we're going to get another step in 3.35 because remember, this is the first time that we've seen an anima step actually fall on a patch proper. Mm -hmm. They've all been on 0.5 patches. You know what I would be okay with? And obviously, I'm not allowed to talk about this because I don't raid, but... I think it would be fine if 3.3 takes it to 240 and then 3.35 puts it at 245 even with the savage weapons. I think by that point that should be fine, right? Yeah. I, I Nika, I, you you actually raid endgame. Would you be okay with filthy casuals having a equivalent item level weapon to yours that you don't have because you're only on um ASX shut up. The, I know, but I like you no, I I'm I'm fine with that, but I think I honestly feel like the relic. I mean, we've we've all talked about this before that the relic should always be the best, and it should just be really hard to get. Like, I don't see what's. I mean, the relic. It's called a relic because it's a fucking amazing, rare, crazy weapon. But yet, it's. Not. I, I, I I sort of liked. I, I mean, again, I, I'm going to go back to my suggestion where I think if you have the relic that's fully upgradable to wherever it's going to end up being by the end of your expansion cycle. If you have that upgradable right out of the gate from the word go and you just start to ease the requirements as the patches go on, that's the best way to accomplish that because you're working towards, you know, a a predetermined goal that you've set out already and you're just giving people the ability to grind past that. Now, the grind should be insane. I mean, like, and it should be hard and tedious yes un- 5,000 lords of Verminion wins well, un- like maybe maybe three people will complete it before the first yes yeah whatever. exactly exactly and but but it's flat out brick walling and saying there's nothing that you could do to get past this step until we decide it's time i think that that's a bad way to do it because then you have all of this you know the, the this capitulating back and forth on uh you know where uh, you know where the relic weapons should fall in terms of their their strength or their power versus the raid weapons and this would give a clear incentive for people to continue grinding or continue working on those raid weapons in downtimes like this like dude the last three weeks i've been begging for anything to do you know like there's no reason for me to get on and grind dungeons outside of when my lore is capped there's no fucking reason for me to do that yeah uh and and with the relic step being over so quickly that i i you know like it just has left me with an absence of things to do and if there was a way to grind past that or start at least make my way into it uh you know get a leg up on it for the next patch i so would take advantage of that i really really would and i i i i just think that that's the best way to do it is to, to have it uh, you know if if you want to you know be how a you cra- could get an advantage for the next patch though raid savage raid savage Ooh. oh she just wrecked you in hero because I mean, you you get you can get the upgrade items early, and you can get two forty weapons from it. Yeah, why don't I? Why don't I just put my dick in a paper shredder too? Do you know, like it would fit. Oh, I don't know. okay. Well, I, okay. Then I have a question for all of you people because when <laughs> all when of you people, what is that? Wow, what does as that in mean? Racist. As in the non-raiders. I got the um, racist. Oh, playing the raid you, card. I am. <laughs> all of you expressed interest when Minus Normal came out and you said that it was fun. All of you said that it kind of piqued your interest for maybe trying the Savage Mode. Have any of you even tried it? No. One, one? I, no. no. So were you lying? No. 
No, you lost interest. Like, you all said you had interest in it because the mechanics were so much more fun than uh, Gordius. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen any of you. Yeah, make- because the problem is the the for me the premise of rating is still the same. Take your face and bash it against this encounter. <laughs> this same exact thing over and over and over and over again. Yeah. For the same results until you beat it. Let me let me ask you a question, Nika. Are you still tossing that gear out at three point five? I don't know. Yeah, because uh, yes, well, because the next turn of coil is going to be coming out, That's and you'll have tone gear. Yeah, you're going to be pitching all of that shit. So, but, but why? But, but if you, if that's your mentality, then you should just unsubscribe from the game. No, because every everything that's you do ridiculous. in the game will be on class eventually. Oh no. yeah, yeah. Let me ju- let's just shut the whole channel down, and I'll just pack up my shit and go but, home. So that's what I'm saying. No, obviously, like you oh. do it because it's fun, not necessarily because two patches from now you're not going to use this. Shit okay, anymore. no, there you go. Exactly. Was the current turn of Midas fun? Was what was Midas yeah. fun? Absolutely, it was. Does going into Savage increase that fun? Does it add any new fun to it? I honestly no. think it does. No, I how, don't how think do it does. Know? Have you tried it? Because no, I am not interested in that mentality of thinking and that style of gameplay where it's doing the same thing over and over again when the only reward I'm getting out of it is a higher item level. How about this? Nika, I will will make you... I will issue a challenge to you. Uh Uh-oh. I'll Uh issue a challenge to you. If you play Dark Souls, I will start Savage Raiding. (laughs) I'm serious. Because you have expressed that that's not your style of gameplay, that it has has the potential to really irk you and get under your skin. I just went through a whole 180 on Dark Souls where I went from fucking despising it to loving it. Okay. I don't hate it. I love Sir and play it. It's not my type of game. It's not your type. uh, Well, I I, I respect Savage, but it's just not my type of play. Exactly. No, well, okay. And then that's fair. But I'm saying that all of you said that Midas Normal had made you interested in maybe trying Savage because it was so fun. But then none of you did try it. That's what I was asking. Because you all kind of said that you're kind of interested and then nobody... Yeah, okay, that's fine. You can be kind of interested in something and then decide, nah, you know what, nothing's really changed. Right. Like, okay, yeah, I have fun in doing a duty finder with, like, people and stuff like that, but there's not going to be any additional joy from me by going into savage mode. And you want to know how I know that? (laughs) Because now when we go in, like, now... Almost 14 weeks on, people are still fucking wiping us to brute justice, and I want to fucking ban them from all forms of Limit Break Radio that I can, because they're <laughs> terrible. Thank and you, you want me to go into asshole. Savage with these people? I, you know, No, I, you, fu- you don't go into Savage with, like, random duty oh, finders. Oh, no, no, yeah, I'm, no, I'm talking about, not talking about random duty finders. I'm talking about people from our, from our free company. But you're right. I should oh, go in with them, them all right. because they're casuals. I should probably go in with all the other raiders that are so plentiful on our server. In order for me to actually give a go at trying Savage, I'd have to go to Gilgamesh or Goblin or over the. Well, there's fuck four the of you in the room is. right there who all said you were possibly. And two of us are ninjas. Yeah. Uh, okay. And one of us. Uh, what? Uh, Juxta, how many? How many hours do you think you've logged on to uh, FF14 in the last week? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like. And, See, I haven't and, but, either, but I still am raiding. 
yeah, but Jug, uh, he Juxta, doesn't have yeah, the time. Well, Juxta literally doesn't have the time or the, the like his back will the not capacity pr- to yeah, sit hell. down. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is that, like, you know, Juxta did have all of these uh, streaming plans and like stuff that he wanted to do on stream. It, you know, got got his job, hurt his back, and I mean, all of that has oh, kind of been no, been I, in I flux. Totally understand so it's real like life obligations. Like, don't get me wrong. No, but. but I'm but I'm just I'm I'm just saying like like I, I it's again it's not a style of play that really resonates with us. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, so when we have all these know, other things piling up, but it's when you sit here and complain about how there's nothing to do, and when you all said that there was an interest previously, why not try it? Right, I, th- I think that's the all, question that's that, that I get what she's asking is like like. Alexander Midas did pique our interest in rating, but none of us kind of took the step to go but for it. But I don't it. think you have to. I think just because because something piques your interest, you don't have to do right, it but for I, that interest to be dismissed. But I think the question is, what kept us there? What what said like, uh, well, my interest is piqued, but I'm not going to do it. What was the what was the aside from my back? I can safely say that the reason that my interest was just wiped away. Why? What was no, the incentive? Yeah, exactly. What yeah. was the incentive? There I, is no incentive, got, like, except it's fun, but I can get fun from just doing Midas. Right. There's nothing yeah, extra from Savage. Like, I don't think that that's fair to say, because there are so many things in this it's game that's like, why do it when next patch I'm going to be like, why grind lore tomes? Because next patch I can just do the next tome. Because, hey, 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 no, whoa, that's whoa, whoa, true, whoa, whoa, whoa. but hang on, but that's, that's, that's fucking... That's why I say why no, no, no. that's going to be your mentality. But Nika, that's fucking true, because if, it, it, you know, like, for example, when my computer was down and I couldn't play, I wasn't finding other ways to grind tomes or get on and make sure that my tomes were capped, because I knew in uh, you know in two patch cycles that it wouldn't fucking matter. I wasn't actually motivated to try to log on and continue to try to you know to try to play through through that technical complication. Whereas with other games in the past, with other MMOs, I have been motivated to push through it, and I would buy it. I would buy the game on another system, or I you know whatever you know I'd, I'd play the game on a on a system that is worse or on a laptop or something. You know what I mean? Like. I, if I, I, get if I that. can't if I can't access it, I'm just okay. Fine, whatever. And it doesn't stress me out, and it doesn't really bother me. So yeah, I mean, again, this it, it comes down but to you were saying the incentive is you know like if you could do things that could get you ahead for later patches. Whereas I mean, if you did Savage, you could get the upgrade items to 240, which we're going to be getting in the next. So that you can be ready for. So you can be ready for the next leg of Savage. It doesn't get you ready for the next leg of Dungeons. It doesn't get you ready for the next leg of the 90 percent of content that we're going to be doing. Doing, you know, like you can just get tones and do that shit. Yeah, I have two things to say. It, you first, own your, you only ever upgrade items to be able to continue to do rating. He's it's, talking it's, about it's a self-contained system that it, it leaks a little bit out into the world, but it doesn't really fucking matter. He's talking about being ready for the end patch. That's not gonna suddenly be invalidated at the next patch. If you're working towards the end of an expansion's item level, when the next patch hits, you're still working towards that same spot nothing's been invalidated whereas with lore weapons or with Maiden stuff those are invalidated each patch and I'm the opposite of a Nero the reason that I'm actually okay with logging on and grinding out lore to be ready for the next patch even though it's going to be invalidated is it's about how much time and how much effort you want to invest if I make $15 at a job that's fucking shitty as hell that's fine I'm going to do it 15 bucks an hour fuck yeah but for seven bucks an hour? No, it's not worth it, dude. I gotta be—I'll be totally honest. If I started raiding and I got raid gear, I would cancel my sub 
after I was done. You know what I mean? Like after I got all the gear that I felt like I was that I wanted or, I, you know, I got to a point where I felt like I was done. I would unsub. I would just stop logging on. So how is that any different than now where you said that there's nothing to do anyway? Well, at least now, at least now I'm getting on each week and grinding, you know, uh, grinding on Tuesday for reset day and grinding my tones out. There would be no, literally no point to do that if I was rating. None um, whatsoever. I, for my second well, I, mean, job. <laughs> I mean, Nika's still rating here at this point. She's still got two more weeks before the next patch. She's only on turn six. Yeah, but I'm better than her, so. <laughs> oh. Okay. Every male in this room ah, is better than Nika. Ah, the okay. truth emerges. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what. Whether okay. that's true or not isn't the point. The, the fact is that, I don't know. I just think that, I mean, I. I, I hey, Nika, will your group take mana raid? Only when you get a wyvern pet. Yeah. You know, we oh. asked you if you wanted to join our. Status, I, you did. That's to be fair. That's and you true. You us. I said, so. "Well, I said no because I work those nights." But no, yes. none of us. Nobody no, no else, else here got yeah. Yeah. invitation <laughs> from Nika. <laughs> <Nika. laughs> and you know what? No, Juxy. You know what? Because <laughs> she actually told us once when because we we said this before, like, "Oh, you never invited us, Nika." Well, we don't need a ninja. Guess what? She has in her raid now. Ah. Oh. Is it a fucking ninja? It's a, it's a fucking ninja. ninja. That's time we that. had a dragoon and dragoon and ninja. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Excuses, that's a quite the one eighty. Uh-huh. She wants us to savage, but not with her. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's 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 I think that's the thing that that blows my mind about about specifically Nika arguing this point is that she's like, come on, guys, do it, do it, just not with me. <laughs> that's not the. And then she's like, oh, nobody raids. Oh, that's not. I it. can't that's find. The, I can't oh, find. Shit, I Nika. can't find any raiders for my group, guys. Yeah. Nobody wants to raid with me. There's four raiders sitting right there okay. in your fucking room. No, you oh, wouldn't go. Oh, if she some asked. of these arguments. Some of these arguments coming back to bite you in the ass, Nika. Huh? If you wouldn't go if she asked. Try to jump in at a six or what the fuck ever. You're gonna suck balls. Like if you are literally interested in rating, like the people in the LBR link, she'll have it right. So now, you're so, go now back, you're so now go we're not good enough. Coil, no, now we're not good enough. No, you're not. Yeah. Final coil, and you're going to learn good. how to fucking raid, and then try the hardest. How, shit. how many? How many Alex Savages have you done, Scott? Oh God, uh, so many, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to go with none. Okay, but you but still you asked us. But still got the invitation. Yeah, she likes me. I just want to be invited. That's all. So you can say no. Maybe you know what? Maybe if I was actually legitimately invited, I'd, I'd give it a try. To no, a real wouldn't. raiding group that I never actually progresses, been. man. Yeah. That, that might spur my interest in raiding. But I mean, however, part of that does have to do with the fact that I know that your work schedules are all over. Like, like, oh, like, more oh, excuses. There we go. The the amount no, of the, the amount of pride. I think uh, if I'm if I'm mistaken, I think most of us get together on Tuesdays. Uh, mm, the hmm. amount of pride but and again, happiness told, that that swelled within you me. Rated, what would be the point in doing tomes and doing reset uh, days? That's pretty much my stance right now. I only do my tomes for my third and fourth jobs. So if I'm on there for reset day, that's what I'm doing. I could just unsub or not log in for until raid days. I think. I well, I think, I th- well, I think that this uh, that look like this identifies a problem overall. Is that we, uh, uh, we you've got you've got players that engage at every level of the game, including raiding, and all of us are sitting here saying, "Well, we might as well just fucking unsub." And all of us are <laughs> looking at the next two weeks, like, "What the fuck are we gonna do?" That's this is actually a real problem. Like disambiguated from like challenging us on on raiding and all of that. This is a real problem because. Every player at every level of this game is going, why am I still paying every month for this? And I think that that is a fair fucking question. 
I mean, we, we, you know, we're waiting until June 7th to get our next content update. And then maybe we'll have, you know, we'll have some stuff to get us to three point, uh, you know, 3.4. But in reality, we're probably going to be sitting here for six weeks going, well, what the fuck do we do now? Glamour. You know, like, honestly, honestly, because and that's the thing is, is I I mean, honestly, I feel like if I was working on raiding outside of, you know, like right when a raid was dropped, I like there would be nothing to work towards. <gasps> there would be. I don't have second and third jobs, Nika. Nice. I wouldn't even be getting lore for that shit. Taser just put just 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 point out the best thing. Time, like that we have or don't have, is not a legitimate excuse for why we haven't tried raiding. But it is a legitimate excuse on why we can't raid with Nika. Huh? No, it mm-hmm. is because mine mm-hmm. are very very set days. That, you know, realize no, that was what you're saying. Me, right? You're saying. One of the reasons I didn't invite you, or why I don't invite you, is because you guys Your have such a busy schedule. And exactly. Well, it's not exactly. like. Well, it's not like I was ever asked. But but we because should still find time to do savage raiding. Hmm. Okay, I'm just gonna. And it's say, a double standard there, Nika. No, I'm pretty sure what Taser said was in my favor. Is that you guys? <laughs> think that way. Because because uh, you have crazy work schedules. That's you can still figure it out if you wanted to. However, that's an your assumption. crazy work schedules don't line up with mine. That's an assumption on your part. <laughs> Taser Smurf says, I have to log in because no one else cares about the garden. (laughs) You're not wrong. I mean, I I, like for other raid groups, I've adjusted my work schedule so that I'm available to raid. But then still didn't show up. Uh, Yeah, because if I have to work, I have to work. Well, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. People who raid hardcore or even midcore, you can't just say, oh, but there's a slight chance you're not going to show up five minutes before the raid. Like, you can't do that. If you work in fucking radio, you can't exactly go to your, uh, you know, to your boss and say, hey, I can't, you know, like, I I can't, I got a raid instead. What I'm saying is you have to find a group that that is everyone is like that. So that way, if it happens, nobody's going to be upset. But when we have a group that's 100 percent there every single day, we're not going to take one or two people that are just going to say, oh, five minutes before. Sorry, guys, can't come tonight. That fucks everybody. Well, that sounds that that. sounds pretty inflexible on your part, Nika. No, she's playing with seven people who are like that. If she has a group group that functions that way, that's fine. She's saying if we're going to get in on this, I'm just saying like if you're if you're going to issue the challenge and then then not extend the invite, I think that that's pretty hypocritical and a little little shitty, like and a little shitty personally. Fuck out of here. It's a little shitty. If you don't know how to raid and you came into my raid group, we'd be fucking carrying your ass and you fucking know it. Don't even pull that bullshit. Wow, you did no, trigger. Wow. wow, no, it's just that's a shitty attitude to lay at my feet to go. Well, you you seemed pretty interested in it, and then the, you know, like I didn't bother to come and help you or try to, you know, like it, what the fuck? Like, find a static group that has your schedule time. Quit them. Quit being shitty. That's how. Hold on. Quit work. being shitty. Speaking of challenge. No. Speaking of the challenge, Nika, are you going to are you going to play Dark Souls? Dark Souls challenge? Going to play Dark Souls? Maybe no, no, no. It's a challenge. It has to be a yes or no. I I, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't jive with your play style. What is your stipulation? Like, play it as in what? Like, try it. No, yeah, you have to beat it. Okay, well, if I have to beat Dark Souls, you have to beat Savage, which I doubt is. You're saying I have to beat Dark Souls for you to try Savage once? No, that's not how this works. I'll try Dark Souls once if you try Savage once. Well, according according to you, according to you, I can't just try Savage once. I've got to find a static. 
Why don't we put a minimum amount, amount of hours invested on it then? Well, I would say we're about to have the Savage Duty Finder. <laughs> you don't have to find a static anymore. You can just jump <laughs> in on the Duty Finder. That's true. So, I mean, are you gonna you gonna try Dark Souls or what? Two hours I for mean, two hours. <laughs> Sound fair? <sighs> See, no, listen, no, to, that, listen to that. Listen to that reluctance. I'll do, no, I'll do listen two to hours that reluctance. Hours. You should do, do five hours. hours. Two hours. Two, no, hours, two is, hours is nothing. Yeah, you definitely do at least five. Two hours is nothing. But I mean, like, look at your reluctance to sit down and play a game that you know you don't like. It's a place that I, I mean. The thing is, but see, that's not even my reluctance. My reluctance is the fact that I barely play one-player games as it is. Like, I play The Witcher and Metal Gear, and then even though MGO came out and I was so excited, I touched it once. Like, I just, I don't play any other game but this one. So, it's it's, it's not really my reluctance to Dark Souls, my reluctance to find time to play a one-player game. Hmm. Hmm. Again, we're down to the time issue. Hmm. <laughs> I, I like how it's a valid excuse for you, Nika, but when it comes to us, it's n- completely I, invalid. You know why? Oh my god, it totally is valid. I'm saying, but if you actually had the interest, you would find the time, which proves to me that when you said you had the interest, you really didn't. Or it was just a That's passing interest? Yeah. You know what I think the problem Jesus here is? Jesus Christ. The problem is here, she's sexist. I've never, I've never, I've, because, because I've never had, I've never had my excuses words. are okay for her, and sometimes they're okay for Escalia, okay? <laughs> but for the rest of us De- men. Depending on his bracelet. Exactly, depending on his bracelet. <laughs> Put your finger down. So you get tits, there's no chance. <laughs> oh my God. No, actually, I'm only bringing this up because somebody brought it up on the stream the day that I was raiding. Somebody asked me, I thought the guys said they were going to raid. Why haven't they tried it? Nobody That's said we were going to raid. Why, why is it? Hang on. No, why is it? Why is it that if we say, hey, this is interesting or this, this kind of makes us sort of interested in raiding. Why is it that that's like a definite, like uh, a commitment to do raiding on your end? Like, and not just you, but the chat does this shit to us all the time where like we say something offhandedly and then you fucking you, you, like, it's like we it's, made a promise. It's for the it. equivalent of, oh, you got a Dragoon weapon drop. You got a level Dragoon now. You, you know, gotta it do it. I remember that we were very, very critical as a whole against Gordius right. and then once Midas Normal came out we were all like man this is this is a really good idea Square Enix is really you know they really understand what we want you know, this sounds really interesting yeah, it was a step in the right direction like, you're not wrong really we, we said yeah we said all of those things we're not saying that we didn't say all of those things but like why does that imply that there has to be every level of follow through on it like I mean yeah it did look interesting but it didn't get me into Savage we didn't slice our hand open and sign it in blood it did like here's the point is that it didn't get me into Savage, which that is fucking Square Enix's problem. That is their problem. They don't incentivize participation in this shit well enough. It doesn't matter how how good the mechanics are or how well designed the fights are. If there's if there if the incentive if the overwhelming incentive to go in in the first place isn't there, I'm not gonna take it. I'm just not. There is no clear incentive. There never has been. This has always been the problem with rating in 14. This is why I keep calling for different rewards or an adjustment to the reward system. The problem is intrinsic in the system. It's not that I'm not motivated enough, for Christ's sake. If I'm not motivated enough to do work for for Limit Break Radio, why do I sit around and spend eight hours a day, you know, working on post production or you know, uh, trying to come up with uh, discussion topics for the show? Why don't we just shut the whole thing down? Why don't we shut LBR down and just divert all of our resources to Final Encounter Cast? 
because glam. It's not panning out. It's not, guys. It's not panning out. This patch. Let's just pack up all our shit and go home. Okay, we're a dead podcast anyway. Dying. But we not did beat Final Fantasy Eleven. Dying. Our Final Fantasy Eleven record shows. Yeah, sixty-four episodes. So this is actually a fine place. Look, we're, we're more of a success than we were. Let's let's pack it up and wait for FF sixteen. <laughs> I mean that 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 just that logic of like, well, why do you still play the game? Because I host Limit Break Radio, and because I have fun just collecting Fuck's glamour. Sake. You know, we me and Chuck's actually glamour is your incentive to play thirteen bucks we, a month. Yes, actually, like we joke about it. And hosting, for a, yes, and for hosting a lot of this show. Hosting this show is a reason to pay thirteen dollars a month, and is a reason that to keep I agree logging with. in. That I agree with, but it's but not. <laughs> but but you know glamour. what? I, not everyone has a popular podcast that they have to stay connected to the game to yeah but and, and it, again we've we, we've identified nobody tunes into this show to uh hear us give opinions about uh you know about specific segments of fights in a current in a current raid we don't we've never talked about that about this game in that way so there's no compelling reason even as a commentator for me to get involved in raiding and again, that's Square Enix's problem because they haven't incentivized the shit at all. It all becomes useless in two patches. Everything, even the lore gear. And I agree. Yeah, it, it sort of does feel like, well, what's what would be the point of lore gear? And if I didn't have this show, I pro- I might be done. I, I mean, might have. I might have been. I might have been done a long time Voida ago. Until they put in the oh, you get a free level five materia every time you do Void Arc or every week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave a shit about that either. I, I mean, you know, like, I, I'm I'm not saying that I'm, like, ready to pack it in on this game. I believe in this game, and I like, you, you know, like, I feel like I like this game every six months. Every six months, I kind of turn the corner on this game again, and then it gets boring. Then you got to wait for the next content cycle, and then, oh, there's something relevant. Now we can do and things again. You want to know the the, the the main reason besides glamour that I log on every day? Because uh, actually, actually, I was asked this question a few weeks ago uh, in in stream. Someone came in and said, "What motivates you to log on and play every single day?" Because, uh, like, I just want to point out that the Twitch section of FF14 is fucking barren these mm-hmm. days. Even the big hitters are not really logging on to 14 because there's objectively shit nothing to, to do. do right now. And when they yeah. do, they don't get high viewer count. Either. Yeah. Yep. But the reason that I log on now is our fans. It's it's, it's the Limit Break Absolutely. Radio FC. Logging Absolutely. in and seeing people there and doing Absolutely. stuff with the them community, and making fun of Skuro. The community that exists around both this show and that we've built in FF14, yeah, that is that is the tether that keeps Since me here. Since we've actually gotten the free company house, Eorzea feels different to me. It actually feels like I'm logging on to friends and family and yeah. people. Yeah. And Skuro. And, well... Let's get He's none of those things. Uh, again, if you'd like to call the show, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. If you want to call us... And la- tell Nika how ridiculous she's being. If you Please want, do. If you want to call us and tell us that we're lazy bitches for not, uh, for not rating or whatever, I, I, I'd, love to, I'd love for you to try to convince me why I should get into rating, especially now. Like right now, like why, why should I get into Midas Savage? You know what? If you can convince, I I mean, maybe, maybe I'll pick it up if someone can call in and convince me why it's a good idea or why it would be something investing my time in. I mean, at least if you down the final Savage, I will give Limit Break Radio a million dollars. 
Oh, we we'll well, pro- we'll probably hop on that. Yeah, that that would be something. You just hear his mic hitting the floor, splitting <laughs> <laughs> everything up. That, everyone's that, just that watching as everyone's just watching as he gets up from the table and leaves, puts his flag up. <laughs> Uh, so uh, let's go to our phone lines. We've got Q Fox of Ragnarok. Q Fox, what's going on? Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Q Fox, hey. hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, uh, thanks God you guys brought something that I will talk about. Um, sure. Uh, the things that's about the the patches. Uh, I'm a long time player of Final Fantasy series, like uh, from the eleven and even the early uh, 1.0, but. Mm-hmm. I'm finding difficult time to play like uh, the current version, the 3.0 become like really harder. The things that like every time I sub, I try to play like, you know, at the beginning of the expansion, after each patch, I, I sub like for three months and I I get too excited about the, the new things. But the game, like after a period of time, it gets more repetitive. It's become like more boring. Uh, it's part of it because I don't have much friends in my servers that I play with. Uh, I don't raid because, as you know, what happened in the raid. Um, I used to raid like in 2.0, but when they make the story just come out of uh, the normal version, I just I, I right. totally did not even touch Savage. I I tried it, but I did not go there after I see like how raiding it get frustrating with people and. Uh, uh, not showing up and uh, like group and sets get uh, disbanded. So I yeah. have a question. Like, sure. From that standpoint, do you think like what would be like reasonable time or uh, uh, for how long should I subscribe for the game just to play each patch? Because you know each patch there is something new to play, but later on right. it become like boring because you're doing the same thing. Well, just to, to your point real quick, I mean, you're not wrong. We used to sit around in the 2.0 era and kind of praise SE because it felt like we'd be doing an episode and the episode before a patch came out would be that first episode where we're like, oh my God, we need a patch. Oh, right. wait, it's next week. That's right. Hype. Yes. And nowadays, it's a, that's expanded out to about a month. There's about four episodes where we're just like, four oh, things. Yes. Oh. I yeah. remember one of my biggest praises, the 2.0 uh, was how in WoW, you would have five, six, seven weeks where it felt like when the fuck are we going to get more yeah. content? You mean months? Mo- <laughs> well, it was a long ass time. I mean, even their expansions, you'd go like two years from the end of a patch till you got something. <laughs> I remember praising FF14 because it's like I'm always doing stuff right up until the next patch comes right. out and it's like I've finished it just in time yeah. and I, to yeah. get caught up. And even yeah. with Relic, I got a little bit behind. I, I think, you know what, I think that that has to do with uh, content spacing. I think that the content that they oh, gave yeah, us in 2.0 was spaced way better than the content has been in 3.0. Yeah. The, the content in 3.0, you can get through it way quicker and I mean, you know, we've praised them for allowing us additional options to be able to grind for things like anima items and stuff like that. And I, I feel like some of those decisions cut down on the overall time that we're logging in and spending grinding. And when you cut down on that, then that adds more, uh, you know, more downtime, more dead time in between patches where players feel like there is nothing to do. Um, and so QFox, I would say that there's probably like a good eight weeks of content and maybe 
maybe 12 weeks of content. Mm, that's, no, that's generous. I, I'd say it's about eight weeks. We yeah, got last patch in March, and it was about the beginning of May where we were finishing up with it. Yeah, I'd say about eight weeks uh, is what it would take most people to get through the stuff to, to the point where they're just like, well, now what? Um, and, uh, it, you know, I... I mean, I don't blame you. And one of the things that always did, yeah, you're, it annoyed me about WoW kind of just on a conceptual level is that you would have players that, you know, um, they would only resub for an expansion and they'd sub for like three months and then they'd it was, fuck it, off. It was again. like a normal thing. Yeah. That's what they expected them to do. Well, and I, I think I, I don't think I ever wanted that. I never wanted that for this game. You know what I mean? Like specifically for FF14, that was the one aspect of WoW that I didn't like. That also, and you could like buy a pre-leveled character that I thought was fucking retarded. Well, everyone loved that idea. Um, but but you know, like that's the sort of stuff that makes me really worry about the longevity of this game. When you have people like QFox calling up and going, well, uh, you know, like how long do you guys think we, uh, uh, you know, I could sub before I unsub and then. And, you know, like, yeah, you're you're basically you're going to be waiting two months at that point for the next content patch. And that's 20, you know, 25 bucks that you just saved. Marcus brings up a good point. Uh, He says they keep giving us these big new things every patch in 3.1. And few of them have been interesting enough to keep people's attention or that they follow up with. When you look back at 2.0, they had a formula that they followed that was tried and true and interesting that they always delivered on. And then with 3.0, what? We got Diadem. We got... Lords of Verminion. We got fucking Sea Stone, Stone Sky. It's like they try to come up with something new every time. It's like, oh my god, they're pulling a fucking Nintendo. Mm-hmm. They're trying to inno- innovate, innovate for- just for innovation's sake to do the next big thing, and as a result, nothing's happening. Yeah, it does make you wonder if they, instead of having to create a system from the ground up, if they were just expanding on old systems, would they be able to deliver more content? See, that's what I feel like. Yeah. I feel like you know they've set they've they've set the foundation both with Deep Dungeon, Aquapolis, and with Diadem. All three systems are easily expandable. They say at least for two of them that they have the intent. Tension on yeah. expanding them at some point, and, and I feel like that would deliver better content. And here's the other problem, too, is that they're actually cutting stuff out of the tried and true content strategy, a.k.a. we're down to two dungeons now. Right. We feel like the actual story and, and fights from... Uh, from raids or from the MSQ is suffering as a result. Like, like we're starting to see a lack of quality, and the payoff is... Nothing because what it's being cut for isn't impressing us either, right? Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, so, uh, yeah, again, if you would like, again, thank you for the call, uh, Q Fox. If you would like to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810 515 Uh, we did get a couple of important announcements, uh, towards the end, stuff about 7 Eleven, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but Wait, did uh, they say they were going to bring that to America? Or? No, they no, said that no, that's just JP. No. It was happening or something? Uh, I mean, they keep saying that eventually, but I, I just cash think, they're, yeah, they're going to throw it in the cash shop. Uh, as soon as, I, I think it's going to, the promotion will have to end in Japan first mm-hmm. before they uh, make it available in the cash shop. Um, really, really quick aside note, uh, Kuki, I know that you already do a hell of a lot for the show, but if you could be a little bit more on top of your game in banning Skuro, uh, <laughs> I would appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, we're going to see what, I think this is like one of the first or one of uh, one of the few uh, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, you know, like specific, like not connected to an external holiday 
uh, uh, event. Oh, in-game holiday thing? Yeah. Uh, we're going to see the Make It Rain campaign from the Gold Saucer, uh, which I think it's pretty cool. It's going to start on uh, May the 27th. There's going to be... It's it's sort of like a seasonal event. They were saying that they there's not a ton of seasonal events that you can do in the summer mm-hmm. and that they wanted to start one for FF14 specifically, which I think that's kind of cool. Well, they could have had the 4th of July in there. Well, they already did. I thought they did the they, summer festival stuff. Yeah, I think they do. They they do 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 do. <laughs> they do the summer fest where you get the yukata. Right. I mean, yeah. And I mean, that's been something all the way back to the eleven era. This scene it sounds like they wanted something specifically for the fourteen universe. Okay. Well, you know what? My birthday was last week. Yeah. Didn't do anything for that. <laughs> Neither did we. My, my but that's okay. In the summer, they should do something for mine. Uh, uh, Susan Calloway did release a song for my birthday, guys. <laughs> That's that's canon. Kind of a favorite around here. uh, FF14 (laughs) uh, will be at uh, the role-playing convention in Cologne, Germany this weekend. That's uh, a role-playing convention? What does that consist of? I have no idea. Is that Cologne, Germany? Go check it out, Nick. LARPing. Is it LARPing or is it like RPG game convention? What does that mean? I would guess it's RPG. I'm going to guess that it's probably video games and tabletops. Yes. Lightning bolt. LARPing. Lightning bolt. There may be... (laughs) Maybe a lightning. I mean, are they going to like announce something at this place? Like, why are they even telling us they're going to be there? No idea. I cast magic missile in the darkness. What is this? The FF14 channel in Japan? What is this? Like a TV show? I have no idea. Who the fuck made this outline? God damn it, Kooky. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what that's supposed to be. <laughs> All right, you know what, Squirrel? I'm actually gonna give you, give you that one because that's funny. He goes, "Wasn't it Kahlo's birthday as a character last week? Stop trying to take people's spotlight, Juxta." <laughs> <laughs> I was I was watching um uh, Sophie in her chat that like the following day, and she's like, "Oh, by the way, everyone, it's Kahlo's character's birthday. Everybody wish Kahlo a happy birthday." Lol. One thing about the the FF14 channel, like when we get an announcement that it's gonna be in Japan only, like does anything turn off your attention? last you're like oh, i don't care okay it says the no four- i just become very relieved i'm like oh thank god square enix isn't trying to officially compete with us that's good <laughs> <laughs> the 14 channel in japan will be on the 29th of may on the site in the screenshot that's that's that's, that's the translation that's the unofficial translation <laughs> wow the screenshot yay oh okay so all right kooky you're great you're fine i guess yeah you did your best yeah you tried uh For this time uh, so uh, they're gonna, there's going to be a patch 3.3 notes reading uh, that happens in Japanese. The arts, well, they are cribbing they on are, our yes, they are, they, no. they're, they're cribbing on our shit. Uh, we'll have our own version of that, I'm sure. It'll be better. Uh, but if hang on, though, I think that that's kind of significant, though. If they're if they plan on reading the notes on uh, June 6th, then that means that we're not going to get notes until June 6th. You think? Well, considering the updates on June seventh, right? They... But we usually get some kind of preliminary well, notes. Why wouldn't pre- they? But read... these are probably the official notes after the server goes down. Why wouldn't they read the pre- preliminary ones? I mean, why only read the full ones? Because uh, the preliminary the... ones always have typos. Well, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but uh, but I, most people get the the bulk of the information from the pre- prelims. So I don't know. It's just a weird decision. Uh, so uh, there's going to be a free trial up to level 35 for patch 3.3. I like that a lot more than the just you have four days after your first login. I agree. It does make me a little bit worried, though. I mean, it's a good thing to get people in, and that's what MMOs need to do. But it just seems like 
kind of early within the game's lifetime to be going there. Although I guess it would be one step worse if they were giving away just straight up free trial discs. Oof. You know? Yeah. So I, I, that's an interesting way to do it. I, I don't know. Uh, you know what would be cool is if they took uh, iconic things from FF11 and gave us more of those. Like, I would really like to put up a little mini statue of the Wyvern from FF11 right there in the center of our free company. So it's the first thing that everybody sees when they walk in. And they know that is something you will never have fighting by your side for as long as you play this fucking game. What do you think, Escalia? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why? Why? Why do you? I was having a good day and a good show. Why do you have to say that? I, I actually, we forgot. Uh, we forgot to ask you like what you felt about the Papa. Could you Dragoon. show him what I drew on your notepad, please? That's, oh, gee, that, that's that is a, Square Enix right there. That Thank is Square you. Enix bukkakiing you. That is Square Enix jizzing on my face every time they do some bullshit like this. So, yeah, uh, you're going to finally get your Wyvern. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm finally getting my Wyvern. I'm sure it's going to be super great, and we're all going to be really happy about it, right? Oh, well, I don't know. Can it fight with you? Does it does it attack things? Now, apparently... Can you use breath moves? I fucking hate you. No! Healing breath. You can't fucking God, do anything with no. it. No! Hold on, because they're adding a minion too, right? Maybe there will be a command. You know how, like, with things like the Opu Opu and the Red Panda, if you beckon it, it climbs up on your shoulder? Maybe you can do certain emotes and it'll breathe, but it's just cosmetic. Well, don't, don't, uh, I'm sorry, wait, don't minions despawn if you go into active battle? No. No. No? No, oh, I thought they did. Mm-hmm. Actually, the time they were a fight alongside you and do one point of damage. Shows, it, I didn't know that. I actually yes, didn't know that. So that actually wait, does really? more than the actual wyvern will do. Yes. <laughs> no, hold on. Fuck no, you. if you macro, like, let's say you can do these, these useless breath animations. If you macro it into your moves, it'll look like it's fighting alongside you. <laughs> Kidding, obviously. But it's not. <laughs> it won't look yeah, like that. But at it's all. not. I fucking hate all of you. You know that? Yeah. Just what? No, no. You're they're right. Not, I don't hate Nika. No, they're not oh, doing okay. this to you. I'm doing this to you. <sighs> this is me. I hate Square Enix. They can this go to hell. This is me. You were Listen, having a good day. I was, Nobody brought I was, this up. You know, I, I'm doing this to you. I have accepted that SE will never have a real pet job in this game. I get it. I, I get it. So why do they need to do this? Why can't you just let it die? Because they hate you. Let it like, go. I believe it. I believe it. I believe they hate me. They, they hate are, you. You're like, you know what? Fuck Cali. I mean, we hate Limit Break Radio, but seriously, fuck Cali. Uh, so FF, FF14 is going to be at E3. There's going to be a live letter from E3. Uh, they're going to be talking about the deep dungeon and answer questions. You know, when's E3? Uh, June 14th to the 16th. June 14th to the 16th. Wolf the Wolf brings up a good point. I don't know why you're so upset. I mean, they're finally giving you a pet. It's a non-combat pet, but it's a pet. And it's just as useful as the actual Wyvern was in 11. (laughs) Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-ba. I hate that you fucking know where to twist the knife. I really fucking hate it. Uh, there is God damn it. the FF14 official magazine is going to be on sale Tuesday. Uh, that's June only, sure. 21st. Yes. Uh, and then uh, there's something. This is interesting. Yoshida Uncensored. That sounds <laughs> I, weird. Oh. That they, yes, exactly. Like they, they announced this during uh, Live Letter Triple X, which is uh, interesting. But anyway, uh, why FF14 was able to be reborn serialized articles. There's going to be an interview with Yoshida in uh, the weekly Famitsu uh, magazine and will be made on paperback. It's going to be on sale June 22nd. I think that that's going to be that's that's going to be an interesting 
I mean, I wonder why 14 was able to be reborn. Like, how salty or how um, hardcore is he going to be at uh, attacking Tanaka? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I feel like there is going to be some Tanaka <laughs> shit talking there. That would be cool. I, I really, <laughs> but I, I've, I really do think that this is an interesting story. I think that, you know, uh, it, this never happens. An MMO getting a second chance in the marketplace never happens. It has never happened before that an MMO has launched, done poorly, relaunched, and been able to save its ass. And I do think that, I mean, like, that's a narrative that I would love to know more about. He had a lot of challenges that he was up against walking into the job. And he had a lot of, you know, like, if it were you, you know, I don't even know. I, I don't even know what, like, like if, that, if I was in that position, I don't know what I would do. You know what I mean? Like, here's this entire game that you didn't design, this world that you didn't make, all of this lore that you weren't in charge of that has been given to you, and you're like, they're like, make this work. You know, make there it was great a, again. <laughs> making it great again. There was a again. quote really early on. In fact, I think it was in the article the interview that Playboy did with him where they asked him something along the lines of like what was your greatest challenge and he just flat out said the entire fucking thing was a challenge because nothing was done right like it was yeah. it was like bad shots fired yeah and uh, <laughs> I just like to point out that uh, some of casuals are quote unquote coming to your defense as the Ascalia defense force <laughs> but uh, much like the Wyverns they are entirely aesthetic uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then the last announcement of course uh, because we did get an update to the uh, FanFest site is that FanFest tickets are going to be going on sale next month. No specific date has been announced for that. Because no one really cares about that or something. Like, why would we need a specific date? For the they're just gonna announce it like they're just gonna announce it randomly, so that way it's more fair to everyone. They're just gonna say, "Okay, they're on sale now." And, they and go, and they, whoever can can do it can do it. They did say <laughs> that the number of tickets is going to be significantly increased from the following fan fest. So the previous, yes, it does seem like it's going to be a bigger event. Although, if you're looking to get tickets, you're really gonna want to be up and up on when they're going live. So uh, we'll of course be paying attention to that ourselves because Square Enix isn't going to just right. give us and, tickets. Uh, buy, no. And buying multiple tickets to sell for three times the price on <laughs> eBay. Uh, so before they we... They make you tie your character name to these. So. Yeah. Before we uh, wrap up the show here, uh, why don't we read one email? Because uh, that's really kind of all we have time for. Uh, Kyle, you want to uh, sure do the you. honors? Is there a like, particular one? Or? Yeah, just the one at the top. Okay. Hey, LBR crew, I've been playing since the days of FF11 and was in on FF14 1.0. I recently found LBR and have been enjoying listening through the archives as I grind my work days and would like to say, keep up the entertainment. I have a story for another day when I realized I wasn't a schedule. No! That's your penis! And I've been working hard recently to remedy my poor gaming hard. habits. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, the, the people who call themselves a schedule wear that with pride for some reason. Mm, I don't know. Um, because they're amazing people. I don't get it. I think this guy is saying he is a casual, whereas right. people who call themselves a schedule, they're no, actually fans on. of a scholar. I was going somewhere with that. All right. You're not in a schedule, but I do believe you have a scoliosis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was good. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, not like, sorry. I like that one. My major concern is Yoshi's lack of vision. When they announced the new Horde update, they got the WoW's panties in a wad, but missed out on a major opportunity. 
This idea in true LBR spirit of glamour is the true end game. <laughs> and Nero should really back this because it would force the devs to work on epic beards. Yeah. I think dwarves should have been announced as a new race just to add a nice little dick punch to the ribbing SE gave the WoW community. Also, before people panic, Final Fantasy had dwarves before Warcraft was even a thing. Lollyho, bitches. Alexandra Chase of the Goblin Server. Yeah, he makes a good point. You know, they did have goblins in, uh, what was that, four? Dwarves. Dwarves in yeah. one. Dwarves, that's right. Yeah. In the early I didn't, I'm, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. That's It's an interesting idea. Uh, I think that if we saw another race added, I don't think we'd see something as straight ahead as dwarves. I think that we would see, much like how the Ora was yeah. inspired I'm by... I'm sure the Lala fell in Tartar as yeah. this game's versions of dwarves. No, no they're, they're the, halflings. They're the gnomes yeah, or the, the gnomes, halflings. Yeah. Dwarves are, are very different, yeah. yeah dwarf- the thing is, is that these Japanese MMOs, though, are very much about the, the very aesthetically pleasing type of yeah. uh, humanoid mm-hmm. characters. I can't ever see them going this yeah, super... Except why except the fuck the are Femros? Oh, yeah. are beautiful. Get out. Well, I, no, I, I, I think that I could see them going in an anthropomorphic direction, and I think that that's a bit more likely given Final Fantasy's history and especially their recent development. I I, I mean you look Anything at you look at anthropomorphic from Final Fantasy though is literally like a girl with a tail and ears. Like how far are we really gonna get in that? Well, funny like, girl. Uh, what about the Bonga? Viranga. Uh, but, but I feel like in an MMO we won't ever get that. I I think we might. And I think that it's uh, that it's a little bit more possible uh if Square I mean if Square Enix's intention is to shake it up uh, you know, to shake up the the lore of the world and want um, you know a variety of character models, then that's one way that they could do it. They yeah, would have. Ha- I mean, we they have things like the Almalja, which I feel like is like the equivalent in this game, and we'll never get to play that. That's they true. just become beastmen. That's you know, true. we don't get them as characters. Um, it, well, but at the same time, though, you know, you, if you look at from a development perspective, something like the Ora, they had to do way less armor modeling for that than they would if you changed the proportions of, yeah. uh, you know, of of a new race that you're adding. So that's, I think, another concern that you would have with the dwarves, because, you know, dwarves are obviously much more sturdy. They're 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 wider. Just take the Lalafell and make it wider. Yeah, fat Lalafells. Well, you but Just again, scale that, them by like 150%. That would, uh, there's a lot of of armor reworking that's yeah. a lot of modeling that you would have to do i i'm gonna bet that we're probably not gonna see another race addition to ff14 i would agree with that probably not i i i, I that's what i'm gonna guess i think that the ora was a nice little like oh hey that's a surprise uh but i doubt that we'll see anything like that again um and just because of the amount of work involved um, but I don't know. Uh, thank you so much for that uh, email, Alexandra Chase. If you'd like to email Limit Break Radio, you can do that. Hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com. We'd love to hear your emails and uh, get all of your opinions about 3.3. Are you excited or are you like the rest of us and a bit, you know, got a, got a bit of malaise going on? Uh, we want to hear from you. Hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com. Hit us up on Twitter at LimitBreakRadio and Facebook, facebook.com slash LimitBreakRadio. So I think that's going to do it for this episode of Limit Break Radio. I want to thank you guys for uh, tuning in live here at twitch.tv slash LimitBreakRadio. I want to thank you for your calls. Uh, and, uh, you know, even though uh, you guys were trying to uh, call us out on uh, not reading, uh, a, you know, a fucking thing that happened six hours ago, uh, you know, that's fine. Uh, no hard feelings. Yeah. You know what? We'll fucking care about what you guys think when they give a scally an actual pet. <laughs> Never! <laughs> 
so again, thank you guys for hanging out here at uh, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Uh, if you like the show, hit the follow button. Join us every Sunday when we do the show here live at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. And also, you might like our other talk show. Uh, it's called Final Encounter Cast, and it's a show all about video games. It's coming up next over at twitch.tv slash Final Encounter Cast at 5 p.m. Eastern. We hope that you'll join us for that. You can find a full archive of our show over at LimitBreakRadio.com and a full car of archive of... Uh, uh, <laughs> wow. I was almost I was, I was almost on a really good fucking roll. You can find a full archive of Final Encounter Cast episodes over at FinalEncounterCast.com. No cars, th- though. I want to thank my crew, of course, uh, Kooky Persona and Scro for their hard work as well as uh, Papa Woody hanging out in the background here as well as Nika Kayanian, Kahlo Landis Escalia Rayamasa and Juxtaposition I'm an hero. keep listening Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Today's episode was produced by Juxtaposition, Aniro Grigori, Kuki Persona, and The Scurro. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Zurian Urexen, Azura Giacho, Bianca Forwin, Kalina Ashsaber, Thor Carson, My Waifu, Satori Komeji, Darbykins, Sakura-chan, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. Yeah.